Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the high house. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Trying to be FCC compliant. The hideouts. Something enjoyable for children. You guys are so funny and so smart. It's the Hideout Weekend Mixtape, the the best of the past week and the old Saturday night shows. 106.7 WJFK. Matt Albert goes on Radio Hideout a lot. Have you read the uh, blogs by El Jefe? Yeah, it always turns into just a, a hate fest. No matter what the you know topic is, it just turns into somebody hating either Black Albert or Oh, you mean like the, the threads from all the listeners? Yeah, or... and that one guy, just every time you uh, type a, a rant, he says, who are you? Yeah, I don't know. What Citizen, that, that guy's hilarious. But then there are other people, too, like Lion Fire, who actually take the time to comment and you know it's an open discussion on various forums uh, various things now what do you think about the actual blog that he writes i don't read it i don't read it i just read the responses see if i can pick on anything read it matt albert <laughs> waste of time learn I, something it's it's like five pages long no it's that's like three <laughs> paragraphs i i saw three the, of the longest Luch- three of the longest running paragraphs in the world yeah you know what? just one long sentence Shut up! I I don't even understand. Texas Tech University education. Thirteenth grade. I wrote for the I wrote for the University Daily, man. I uh. What's that? That's the the newspaper. Is that like the Diamondback? Um, I'll pull on a second. Hello, you're on the air. Who is this? This is Paulie Loosebells. Paulie Loosebells? Hey, Dad, you hang out? No. <laughs> no. I I will blog on that. What's your address? Can we pile the order? Yes. Can I play with Sadie Lou? <laughs> Thank you for the call, Pauly Loose Bowles. <laughs> if you'd like to call us, uh, call us here at the radio station, 866-277-4969. Or at home. <laughs> By the way, Corolla did get a phone call during the commercial break from Black Albert looking yeah. to order the album. I called him back. That uh, Captain Tulu uh, put out with the Christmas carols. All right, boys. Uh, Dubs, it is finals week. Yes. And our very own Corolla uh, is a student at George Mason University, and he is in the a middle. Very more, uh, a very much more prestige university than Texas Tech. Prestigious. Please. Are you kidding? Um, <laughs> Whatever. I didn't go to college. Please. Specs Howard. <laughs> at least I passed my driving test. Oh, Matt. Damn, let's play snaps. At least I'm um, getting late. Nah, crap. <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyway, um, as it turns out, it's finals week for all the uh, universities and all the colleges around. And, Dubs, you've come up with a little idea for our interns? Yes, they'll be taking the hideout finals. And uh, Don't give it away what it is, but we're doing hideout finals, right? Oh, you don't want us to tell them what the stakes are? Uh, we can do the stakes. Yeah, that's what I wanted to do. All right, what are the stakes, J-Dubs? The stakes are whoever comes in first will get a very glowing uh, letter of recommendation from the hideout. And quite possibly, maybe even, too, uh, an interview with Cameron. Yeah, whoever comes in last. We'll be blackballed, and if they ever put our name on their uh, resume or anything, we will just trash them. So that is for Bad Monkey, 
Ogre, Corolla. Um, Cicada. Cicada, you count for that, too. Right. It, yeah, you're going to be in it this go-around. Right. And the other thing, uh, J-Dubs, that should be a lot of fun, is that it is Corolla's birthday. Actually, technically today. Yeah. yeah. Get Corolla in here. Corolla, come on in, bro. Midnight. It is midnight. It's after midnight. Corolla was born on the 16th of December. Now, 24 years ago? Yeah. Or, you're 24? Did you get breasts for your birthday? <laughs> oh, you're one of talk, <laughs> jelly jugs. <laughs> so, you're, I'm only two years older than you? Yeah, it appears so. You're only an intern. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody just yelled, you're only an intern. Don't worry about that, though, man. You're, you're coming up in this business, depending on how you do tomorrow on the hideout final. Now, it is your birthday. I got a real final. Well, you better study for the hideout final, because that one's even more important. You got a birthday tomorrow, except all of our friends aren't going to be here. Uh, namely, our friend Matt Albert and Belchers, who were in the corner. They have asked if they can spank you. What? For your birthday. <laughs> how does that benefit me? 24 total spankings. Bend over. No way. Come on. <laughs> it's birthday spanking. Come on. Birthday spank. Bend over. Put your hands on the table. Grab your ankles. 24 from each. Benefit me. All right. Get your spank. It's not supposed to. You know what, Sid? You can spank him, too, if you want to. Would you like to start the spanking? Can I do it today and tomorrow? Yes. Okay. You can. I'll do 12 now, and I'll wait till later today to do 12. Don't clinch. It's gay if you clinch. Only 13. <laughs> You're only 13? That's weird. Do you usually yell that when a man's behind you? <laughs> That's on request, though. All right, go ahead and spank him while J-Dubs and I just look on. Ah! All right. Ah! Watch it! Ah, uh, don't go low! Hey. Stop it! Hey, put your index finger out while you're doing it, too. <laughs> yeah! Oh! No, don't do it! Don't listen to him! I thought... Oh! I've had enough. Ah. That one well, got... Let, let, let the other guys at least uh, one whack. You know what? You get a whack, Matt Albert. Go ahead, brother. This is you get on my good side. Oh, did you see the way he grabbed his back oh, as if he were a chick? Oh, that was. Oh, what are you doing? Don't. Oh God. Belcher, do you want to hit? You no, threw Matt, your body into it. All right, Matt. Under the circumstances, that's not good. <laughs> Matt uh, Belcher gave you his, so you can you can hit him one more time. Go ahead. Oh come on. Don't clinch. What are you doing? I can't. <laughs> it's like Oz. Oh, oh damn. Oh. oh. Happy, happy birthday, Corolla. Oh. Now, Jay, you're a dirty cop. You wanna? Can I get you a nightstick to beat him with? <laughs> no, I can't do that. I'd, I'd hurt him. Okay, fine. Fair enough. Do you have a taser maybe in the gun that we could use on him? It's in my car. Sweet. Yeah, but I don't have it here. A taser in the car, I mean. not a taser in the gun. Um, I, now, Dubs, it's a, it's a happy holiday season, uh -huh. obviously. We're all here. We're all friends. We're toward the, uh, toward the end of the, uh, the calendar year. Christmas is almost here. New Year's. Uh, by the way, as a programming note, I will be doing the show alone next Wednesday through Friday as Dubs goes back to Michigan. And I invite any one of you to come in and hang out with me. Cicada, it would I will try to come in one of the days. It would be an honor. Matt Albert, same for you. If you'd ever like to co-host, maybe get a little demo tape. Corolla, unfortunately, I um, you're not invited. Yeah. How, how'd your date go today with that chick, by the way? I know everybody was going to go over to the uh, Red Rock Grill or wherever it was at 730 because you guys were going to meet there. Well, I hope they had a good time eating because I wasn't there. What happened? Well, she canceled. Really? Yeah. That's too bad. You guys sound really upset by it. Mm -hmm. Is that the second or third girl? That's canceled on you. I've lost track at this point. <laughs> Let's go through. Let's talk about them all. So who was the very first one? Mm, don't remember. Concert girl, right? Oh, the concert. God, that was, was that on the old, was that the summer? 
But I thought that was a summer. No, that was with Chapin. Uh, no, no, that wasn't even Chapin. That was uh, Sideshow. Oh, that was ah, Sideshow. It was one of them. Sid, how long have you been at WJFK? I don't know. I, I longer track. than us. You really have. You have been I have, here. I have been here longer than you guys. And you're an intern. Yes. <laughs> we keep passing everybody by. <laughs> um, Belcher, let's talk to you for a second. Speaking of heartbreak. Now, when you came in and you did the stink pit, you uh, you showed us a picture of the girl you talked about Monday night during Whose Weekend Was It, the game show you host here on JFK in the hideout. You talked about the fact that you were almost married to a doctor, but you broke up. In fact, show the picture to everybody so everybody can get a good laugh at you. Thanks. I appreciate the laughter. What happened? Why did it, why did it all go bad? It went bad because I love Jesus and she loves Satan. <laughs> what? <clears throat> now, you said that the church broke you up. Yeah, she thought I was spending too much time at church. So Jesus literally broke you up. How, well, did, you, how did she break it off with you? Uh, I got a letter, actually. A letter? I got a letter in the mail. I was actually coming home from church to change clothes to go back for another event that I was doing there. Well, it looks like you, uh, you, were, you were spending too much time there. Yeah, well, it was the day that I go to church. I was supposed to be there, so... I got uh, got the letter, and I was on my way out the door, and I just read it, tossed it down, went back up, and did the program. Now, what did she say in the letter? Uh, we had had a long-distance relationship. She was in Illinois. I was down here. Then she moved to Virginia. She thought I was going to be able to spend more time with her uh, down in Virginia. Yeah. But when when he, she said uh, you spent too much time at church, did she mean churches? Churches chicken? But I'm bumped. Ouch. Uh, what is she really saying in the letter? You're too good for her? Yeah, what did she say? It was you know, it was it was it was her, not you? Or did she say it was Jesus? No, she said that I that I spent too much time at church. Tired of the grease in the bed? <sighs> it was the crumbs, Matt. The, the crumbs. The grease made her slide around, but now, she didn't mind that part. Have you talked to her since then? Uh no. It's been about two years now. Are you still head over heels for her? No. You've moved on. I've moved on. It hurts sometimes when I have to look at uh, crap like that. I was about to say the S word. but like, uh, uh, The picture? Yeah. Barry White, the good years? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, this is a real effed up day when Matt gets in good jokes on me. That's now, F, that's a two years F ago, they weren't allowing gay marriages. So what were your plans? <laughs> <laughs> was the plan to still head the F the law. That's, those were my plans right there. You know, what's, you know what sucks? Uh, she's beautiful. Yeah, I was I was really good to her. Mm -hmm. All right, I got a I got a portion of the letter here from the ex that says, um, "Stop using me. I'm not a cardiologist. Cardiologist." <laughs> nice. I butchered that. Nice. Um, you know what's amazing though? You you look like a cartoon character in this. If that the picture, what? <laughs> as you look at the picture, I've never seen you so happy and so smiley. It was like that. Was that a great? What did you guys end up? Because it's Belcher sitting on a couch. That poor Naturally, couch. That poor couch. And um, you got your arm around her. What did you guys... Uh... Actually, that's just a chair. Oh. <laughs> okay. Like job with his new girlfriend, Leia. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, okay. <laughs> it's been great being here on the hideout. Wrong, uh, we'll wrong. see you all next time, all right? You know what? The best part about the picture, you can't see the bald spot. <laughs> you know what? Or did that come after? Probably came a little after. I'm glad you can be here among friends so we can help you through this. Yeah. yeah, I'm here among friends. Thank God for that. You know we love you. You know, How about this? Let's hook you up. Let's do. Let's find Belcher a date. Why did we not ever think of this? Well, I never like to do the impossible. <laughs> <laughs> I like to be yeah, realistic. That's, uh, that's terrible. <laughs>
That's why we were shooting for airtime. We went for overnights. <laughs> I know a Fawcett you can date. What? You know what, man? You can't even get in on this, yeah. Matt Albert, because you are still a virgin. And Hello? we tried to hook you up time after oh, time. Just a radio whore. <clears throat> so? I just wanted airtime. She wasn't, she wasn't going to bang me in the first place. She went out with you. I figured out why he's smiling. She just whispered into his ear, we're going to eat after we take this picture. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> he, was looking, he wasn't looking at her. He was looking at the uh, buffet right behind the camera. Here's a nice spread. Is that hot sauce? <laughs> you know we love you, dog. Damn, I actually find this funny. And that's the sad part, too. <laughs> you know we love you. It's no big deal. Any other fat bastard would be crying on the floor right now, but me, I'm laughing. Um, You're depressed. How do you You're get crying over on the inside. Suit? How do you get over that heartbreak? Two a lot years. of drinking. Really? Yeah. Alcohol, huh? Uh-huh. You didn't find uh, an F? Drinking and, yeah, if you want to, for the cliche, yeah, a lot of overeating, too. Yeah? Really? You what? Yeah. No. Oh, no. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I can't tell the difference between this picture and you now. You so. ever you ever ate a whole uh, birthday cake? <laughs> Not on purpose. I have. <laughs> <laughs> Just happened. Was it after this picture? Uh, I'm trying to think of what night that No. What did you eat this night? I don't know. Better I think, question, what didn't you eat this night? Uh, the couch. Her? Uh, well. Uh, all right, you know what? All right, we'll, we'll leave that alone. Stop we, it. We, you know, but here's the messed up part. We had a healthy sex We had a healthy sex life. Nothing with you was healthy. Yeah, just not, <laughs> just not a healthy diet. All God right. damn, I can't believe you beat me to that one. Right. Matt's quick. Okay. Matt sees another fat kid. He's like, I can use all the fat jokes I've all ever used them. on me. All of them. Um... Uh, oh, let's take a yeah. call real fast. Brian, you're in the hideout. Hey, fellas. All right. So, Happy, you were just saying that Dubs is going to be away for a couple of days next week. Yeah. yeah. And this just occurred to me. Your show, listen, Donald may, may have been here for 20 years, but you guys are my favorite show on the station because you're well, so interactive with your listeners, and that's awesome. I appreciate it, and we, uh, we love everybody. What's going on? My idea, my idea is perhaps you make... Make uh, something with your listeners where they could come in. For, you, you get like nine people. Uh, I'm sorry, maybe uh, uh, six people since you're a two-hour show, and you get somebody in every hour, a yep. fan to come in and serve as a like, host like almost a dream job type thing. Oh, I kind of yeah. like that. We're like uh, not a, not a whole hour. How about one segment? Somebody yeah. comes there, in and co-hosts a segment with me. You know what, Brian? I like that idea. Do man. you want to come in and do it, Brian? You know what? I that'd be fantastic. All right, hold on. We're gonna get your info. If Thank you want you. to do that, uh, email us, jfkhideout at AOL.com, or maybe even call in. I kind of like that idea of having people come in here. I object. I like to think of myself as the Doc Severinsen of the hideout. You only get one segment. Christ. <clears throat> I'm going to treat you like your mother should have treated you. Well, One segment, one uh, slice of cake. One feeding. Thanks. She talked <clears throat> to you like that. Maybe you wouldn't be a... Uh... One trough at a time. Um, okay. We're talking about my existing sex life. When we talk about your non-existent sex oh, life, when was the last time you got laid? I'll chime in. Okay. When was the last time you got laid? When was the first time you got laid? Or I'm the second? Question. Or the third to go on? Fourth? You haven't been laid. How long? How long? I'm looking at the last thing that laid you, and it's your hand. Okay. Oh, damn! Thank right you, hand too. Thanks. Snap. Left hand. Back. Oh, snap! I don't know what to do. I'm like two buffaloes. Two buffaloes going at it. Um, <laughs> it's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. As I look at this picture, I wonder if the guy she's sleeping with now is sad and lonely this time of year. Mm. 
Oh, wait, he's not you. Uh, so. Yeah. That was just harsh. That hurt. Tommy wrote it. I did not. Tommy said, Tommy said, hey, this would be funny. Christmas Eve in Washington. <laughs> All right, man. Well, hey, we feel bad for you. And honestly, I'd love to, uh, I'd love to hook you up. I'd love to see if we can find a chick out there. Now, here's the thing, though, man. Be honest. You look around at the hideout. <laughs> you look at Matt. Just look at the side of this room. You it's, at, it's tipping. Literally, the foundation <laughs> at 10800 Main Street is uh, beginning to crumble underneath our feet. We're in the parking garage right now. <laughs> you are. <laughs> um, so anyway, J-Dubs, that's part of the heartbreak. Now, what do you have planned when you go home? A lot. I'm going to be driving around most of the time. I'm not looking forward to going home because uh, Christmas morning I have to drive to my girlfriend's parents' house, which is about four hours away from where my house is. So, and then I have friends all over the state where I have to go. You can be very, yeah, very busy in Michigan. Yeah. So I'm not looking forward to going home because it's not going to be relaxing for one second. Matt, except for when I'm giving my speech to the graduating class of R R V uh, <laughs> RTV nine. 2004 at Specs Howard School of Broadcast Arts. Uh, Matt, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, what's going on? What's up, Bo? Hey, you got to let me co-host. It's either that or I'm going to be drinking by myself. What, on Christmas or on the yeah. Christmas holidays? All right, hold on. We'll get your info. Now, here's the thing. I want you guys to bring something to the table. And it's not, you know, completely open mic, but you can sit in here with me and we can have Interact a conversation. And, yeah. You know, it's uh, it could be a lot of fun. JP, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's up, JP? Hello? Check one, two. Check one, two. I'll put you back You're in the And Roberta um, wants to bait, uh, wants to date Belcher. Yeah, because that's a thin name. Wants to bait him. Um, <laughs> Roberta, you're in the hideout. Hello? Hi. <laughs> Can I take you out to dinner? Uh, yes, Roberta, I can cook. Do you taste like chocolate? My kisses <laughs> taste like gummy bears. I'm interested in eating. You guys... Are you eating now, Roberta? It sounds like you're going to have something in common. Can you wheel me around? I can't really walk too well. Yeah, bedridden. I'm going to put you on hold, Roberta. It sounds like quite possible. Have you ever thought about dating a bedridden? Connection. What? Now, here's the thing. Uh, you should... <laughs> really put her on hold. Uh, <laughs> oops. You should You should really date someone. <laughs> Tommy comes in whistling. Um, you should really date. think about lowering your standards. I think not. Because like Corolla and, and all these other guys, they, they want to date hot chicks. They want now, to... what you got to do is at least lower your standards for the first little bit and get that stank back on it and then... You know, try to shoot up. Yeah, get the stank on the hanglock. Here, here's what I'm interested in. I want somebody that I find attractive. If I find her attractive, then mm. and <laughs> we're gonna find a woman that looks like a chocolate cake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. All right, all right. There we go. Okay. All right. Tons of fun. When you're sitting in the passenger seat on your way home, you think about that. All right. <clears throat> Yeah, what were you saying, Hefe? I know Dubs is it, built like a guitar. Um, he was saying you have <laughs> dreams about Aretha Franklin holding candles. Oh, can't say that. <laughs> oh, can't say that. What's oh. wrong with you? Why are you here every time we got to dump you? Ugh. Uh, all right, now what does this say? A very Fowlerville Christmas is a hideout tradition. We need to hear the stories. I would like some recordings as well. That yeah, I'm going to take a, uh, a uh, recorder home with me. Uh, that comes from uh, Laszlo. So nice. we'll get tapes of you and by Curious BJ and everybody yeah. else back home in Michigan. Yeah, it'll be a fun time. I really can't wait to hear that. I can't, 
I can't wait to hear about the piles of cat crap all over your mom's place. <laughs> well, she moved now, so it might be better. All right. I hope. <laughs> I'm not counting on it. I would doubt it, too, to be honest, man. It's white trash, man. Yeah. But, hey, you're not Belcher. No, whatever. Hey, now what about this? You know what I never thought of? Mm. You want to talk about love connection for Belcher? Um, Nicotina? Oh, Hesse, I want to stroke your bald head. Oh, wow, news home. How about your sister? Well, she is into uh, the heavier of uh, men. So. Who, who like to be on the Internet? Yeah. <laughs> Snowman writes, Belcher needs a cake that comes that jumps out of a stripper. <laughs> 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 Snowman, you get one of these. <laughs> you get a tongue for that one. Oh, my God. Hey, no worries for you, my friend. Yeah, the first time in two years I open up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's good to laugh about this. I mean, if people didn't just sit around sulking about, I broke up with this person, I broke up with that person, they got around with a group of friends. You know every guy, everybody's going to be able to goof on either the person you broke up with or on you. And it's a lot of laughing and fun, and it's therapeutic. When is the drinking show for the end of the year? New Year's. All right. Um, I'm not going to read that, Tommy. Why would you want me to say that? That's not the first time in two years that his ex has opened up. <laughs> you know? Nice. How about a little heart? <laughs> Just a little. Go ahead, Matt. Um, now, there's a Beth on line two. Let me see what's going on back there real quick. By the way, lohanfreestyle.com. Does Is Beth interested in talking to Belcher? I'm, I want to make sure if there's a girl that wants to talk to Belcher, we talk to her. Um, no. Oh, no? no she, wants to, uh, she wants to do the co-host thing. Oh, oh yeah, you bet. So she wants to come in and co-host with you, Hep. Yeah, any chick who wants to come in and co-host, I'll give you an hour. Kidding me? Not a problem. I'll give you two minutes during the commercial break. <laughs> All right, thank you. Yeah. I like Oddball finds me funny. All right, guys. Uh, seriously, Belcher, we love you, man. You're amongst friends. All right? So don't you worry about anything. Yes, there's a hostess waiting in the car for me. Thank you. There you go. Thank you. Was that the person? I We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. <laughs> You're listening to the Hideout Weekend Mixtape. Mixtape. The best of the past week and the old Saturday night shows on 106.7 WJFK. Another thing that you can find on RadioHideout.com is uh, under the Names to Know section, you will see down toward the bottom, as it is in alphabetical order, a write-up on the next guest that we have coming into the hideout. Um, I should maybe even read it this go-around, too, so that he knows what it says. Shafee, what's up, bro? Welcome to the hideout, man. Hey, congratulations on the uh, Monday through Friday thing, and I know you've been uh, excited for a long time to be able to say, go to bed with uh, Hefe and Dubs and wake up with Howard. Yeah, that's kind of cool, isn't I'm it? I'm drunk. <laughs> Where are you? You told me you were going to be ready to fly with this segment when I. When I, I am ready to, to fly, but it's El Cinco de Mayo. You should be celebrating, my Mexican buddy. See, this is what I'm saying. They only get drunk. They only call up on Cinco de Mayo. I love Mexicans on May 5th. Uh, <laughs> on May 5th. On RadioIDOC.com, under Gnomes to Know, you see Shafee. 
He's a Detroit rapper, manages the legendary Sabu in the All-World Wrestling League. We have the link, and is one of the few other talented air personalities in the nation. Uh, one of the few. Uh, <laughs> Tubbs teamed with Shafee in Lansing uh, on the legendary Skank Shift. He's currently heard in Detroit's rock station, 101 WRIF. He still has an open invitation to join the hideout. But he's too lazy to move. There's a uh, I, I tell you what, I there's a lot of legendary lazy. stuff going on in that. <laughs> but I'm hard working tonight because there's this broad that I grew up with in the same neighborhood, and I had a crush on her my whole life from about fifth grade until now. The crush remains. And uh, when I was about seventh eighth grade, she was actually feeling she was into me for a while, and uh, I didn't know how to act around girls at that time. So what I did was I stole her bike and threw it in a dumpster, and uh, she's never liked me since then. But she's at the bar that I'm at right. No, the funny thing, of, the funny thing about Shafee when he's drinking, he turns black. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, she was a, feeling I'm, me. <laughs> I'm about to make my move. Are you? I, yeah. You know what? And speaking of moves, she's, she's Mexican, dude. Yeah, Cinco de Mayo, man, it's perfect. Oh, come on! Now don't go just having sex with Latina women just because it's Cinco de Mayo. And actually, technically, it's the sixth of May now. No, I'm not going to do it just because it's Cinco de Mayo. I'm going to do it because I heard it snaps. <laughs> all right, all what? right. He said he heard it snaps. Whatever that means. <laughs> Jesus, come on, dude. You realize it's not the. It's now the FCC. Uh, that, that's nothing indecent about that. Uh, hey, but Shafee actually. Hey, stop it already. Fingers snap. Okay, geez. enough. Just stop. Now, Shafee actually pulled a cool move to a chick that you were going out with earlier, right? What did you? Remember you told me this story about you talking. Oh, I wasn't going out with her. I was trying to talk to her because she was uh, she was definitely definitely on time, man. She was good looking. On time. What does that See? mean? She's on point, brother. What What does that mean? On time? Now go ahead. Now tell me this. All this I went Detroit. Up to this girl. I tell you what. I went up to this girl. I was like, you know, I'm trying to talk to her, and I'm not one that you know. You guys know me. I, I got the pheromones. I wait for the women to come to me, which happens half the time, and half the time I uh, don't get anything but uh i'm i'm at the bar and i decide you know what this girl's good enough i'm gonna walk up to her and i just said hello to her and just trying to talk to her trying to be nice and she got a big attitude with me for no reason other than the fact that i'm trying to talk to her because i find her attractive right so she doesn't know me i'm a total stranger to her and she's got a big attitude. and let me say this takes a lot of cajones too because you see a beautiful woman at the bar Nobody goes up to talk to these chicks. It just usually doesn't happen. So I'll give you props, one, for just going up to the hot chick. She gives you attitude. What happens? Well, she's a, she's a, she's a bitch. You know, she's, she's really got the attitude going full speed. I mean, it really floored me how much attitude this girl had. What'd she say? Uh, well, I don't think I can say it with the FCC, you know. She's just, she's really into her own thing, and you know, how dare somebody like me, uh, a future multi-millionaire with <laughs> Tutu, uh, a very talented broadcaster, a very talented rap artist, how dare somebody like myself approach a girl <laughs> like her, because she's basement. probably working at a salon and making 10 bucks an hour, and she owns the world because she's hot for now. You know, she'll be ugly pretty soon, don't worry about that, so but anyway. What, what happened what'd you say to her well i pulled her aside and i was like you know i just wanted to say hi to you i found you attractive and everything but you really ought to be careful about uh having so much attitude with a complete total stranger i said you have no idea who i am you don't know me how do you know i'm not ted bundy how do you know i'm not the next maniac that's going to follow your every move for the next two weeks follow you home get down your routines 
break into your house one night after you come home and just cut you up into a thousand pieces, huh? How do you know that? <laughs> and what did she say to you? She looked at me like she was seeing the devil. She was scared to death, and she walked away, and I figured I'd made my point. You know, that's my whole thing. And I was dead serious. You think it's funny, and I think it's funny, too. I'm not going to lie, but my whole thing is dead serious. You have to be careful, females. I care about you. And if you're out there and some strange guy talks to you, be, you know, even if you're not interested, don't be a bitch. Be nice to him, because how do you know I'm not Ted Bundy? How do you know I'm not going to cut you up? You don't know. I'm a total stranger. Stranger, so at least give me the common courtesy of I'm really not interested. Oh, man. And that's true because, in a sense, you may have saved this chick's life. I hope so. I mean, forever she's going to think, wow, this guy is the creepiest guy in the world, but you they know what? a lot of sense. I can't be mean and have all this attitude because what if he was a psycho? Shafee but looks like Scott Stapp on Cracker with the Hiv, by the way. But does it make sense, you guys? How many times have you guys talked to a girl and she's a, you know, has no interest, a total bitch, and, you know, she doesn't know you at all. You are a complete stranger. How does she know you're not going to sit in that parking lot, wait for her to come out, follow her home, watch her fit, every move, get her routine down, and then offer? How does she know that? And y you know I what? mean, it happens every day. Come on. Now, I don't know if it happens every day, but... Now, that's Bateman's approach. Often. That's what he just comes right out with and says before he even says hi you better sleep with me or i'm going to i'm going to follow you just know that now if you try to run away from this conversation at all <laughs> I, I gotta give you big ups on that man i think that's well, a great move i think it's hilarious women and i don't like to be treated like that you know if they're not interested in me that's cool but uh you know you don't have to be a bitch to a total stranger all right let's see ben wants to rap with shafey ben welcome into the hideout hey, bro. hey, hey what's up man what's your what y'all go get go going on tonight, man? I was wondering, you know, um, the, how, like the show tonight. How, man. how drunk cool. are you? And uh, who do you think is drunk? Or Shafee? I have. I, I, before you guys answer, Dubs, who do you think's had more to drink tonight, Shafee or Ben? Shafee. Sh all right, Ben. How many beers have you had this evening? Uh, I have had like about like uh, eight, uh, eight, eight beers tonight. Shafee, how many have you had? I've had uh, four 32-ounce mugs, so like 200 ounces. <laughs> 200 ounces? And Something like that. I don't know, four times 32, whatever that is. What is 200 ounces? Oh, my God. All right, no, I've had four 32-ounce mugs, you dumbass. Oh, yeah, they bite me, all right? All right. <laughs> this, is what it's, this is what it's down to. This is what it's become. Oh, you're so... Uh, what's going on, Shafe? You okay? Are we messing up the game with the fifth grade chick that you met earlier? No, I'm going to go back in. We got till 2 o'clock. I got time. I'm here Just all school night. school in the morning, though. Me, but I'll tell you what. I love it. I love D.C., and I want to come out there, but they're going to have to cough up the big bucks. All right. <laughs> You're living in your dad's basement right now. You're in no position to start arguing or uh, negotiating with Alan that way. Yeah. Hey, Alan. Now, no. Uh, what's his name? Crow, um, Cameron. Cameron. He doesn't have the power. Trust me. Hey, all right. So let's talk about this for a second. The reason I got you on is because I know you are a baseball purist, and I oh, wanted I to I wanted to throw this out there, Dubs. I saw this on the Drudge Report. Allow me to read the article, um, if you will. Let's see. Um, let's see. Spider-Man Two to appear on the bases 
in all Major League Baseball games. In a move that has purest howling, Major League Baseball has agreed to decorate its bases and pitching mound rubbers and on-deck circles with a spiderweb pattern as part of a promotion of the release of Spider-Man 2 next month. The superhero sequel is set to open in uh, theaters June 30th. Spider-Man 2 weekend will start Friday, June 11th. And all 15 major league teams playing at home have agreed to participate for one or more games, the Wall Street Journal has reported. The deal is baseball's latest attempt to develop a splasher uh, in the, as far as national marketing goes. It's an ultra-competitive sports entertainment environment. You have to take risks. That's according to the MLB uh, executive vice president for business. I cannot believe that baseball, the probably the purest, the oldest game in the United States of America, is now going to start whoring itself out to Spider-Man 2 of all things. That's sad, man. When you go back, uh, there was a time in this country where it was baseball, boxing, and horse racing. And while horse racing and boxing still exist, baseball is still at the national forefront. And it's sad to me. I mean, it's Spider-Man, of all people. At least if it was Mel Gibson's passion, there would be some, you know, credibility to it. Yeah, could you imagine that? Could you imagine if there were crosses on all of the uh, on all of the bases around everywhere? This is ridiculous, man. They're going to promote movies on the bases. What's next? Advertisements on uniforms? It happens in arena football, and it happens in soccer. You know what? If it happens in sports, is dying. Anybody... Ah, so You said that uh, it used to be baseball, boxing, and horse racing, and all those have fallen except for baseball, and baseball is starting to slip now. It's no start- way. It's starting to slip hard, and you, you I, can't deny it. I will say that baseball is probably the strongest that it's been in the last 10 years with the greatest postseason maybe in the history of sports it, last it's year. It's strong to you, but if you look at all the... the, uh, the uh, stadiums around the country half of them are empty 866-277-4969 and they need they need i love how you throw it half of them are empty 866 i love that by the way but i don't know and, why maybe i'm drunk and they, no you are and they need to start making money somehow no but you know something that's ridiculous because let's be honest let's be honest say, sport is a basketball team or a hockey team draws 20,000 people it's a sellout and that team is a success a baseball team draws 20,000 and they're struggling why because these stadiums hold 40 50,000 people in and it, you, you guys pay those players a huge amount they play of money 162 for... games a year i just it's... wonder is this the beginning of the end is everything going to be sold and how the far... beginning of the end was the, the the steroids you look at barry bonds you look at sammy sosa you look at mark mcguire so look at sammy sosa number one there is no doubt in my mind that this man can hit a baseball there's no question about it he's very talented no with or without doubt. drugs he's probably one of the best but you look at him from last year and look at him now his legs are smaller and the number one giveaway is look at these men's heads these men's heads 
were huge last year, and now they're back to normal people. Barry Bonds, the same way. Hey, Who let me cares? let me say let me say about this too. I, 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 as Who far cares as the, if people take steroids? I would rather see a big group of people on steroids out there playing because it would be a oh, more entertaining game. Antichrist statement I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it would be a more entertaining game. You cannot deny that. I would agree with that. I'm actually all for steroids. To be oh, perfectly be honest with you. Me. No, man, I like There's to. There's only one sport where steroids belong, and that's pro wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a big fan of pro wrestling. Uh, Ryan, welcome into the hideout. Hey, I just wanted to say, uh, baseball attendance is actually the highest it's been in a long time. That's what I'm telling Doug. But it's, it doesn't it's, matter. It's still dead. No, uh, baseball is actually coming back. I mean, it's, it's just not going to. It, it's going to fizzle out again like a bad fart. In fact, I say, I, I'll have to say this. I think it's NFL then it's MLB, then it's basketball, and then way behind is hockey. I think hockey's in the uh, Hockey's done. But, uh, you know, as far as the steroids go, you know, Babe Ruth didn't have to play against, uh, you know, blacks or Latinos or anyone else. And they're talking about how the records don't count. Barry Bonds hit like 500. Steroids don't make you hit 500. All right, thank you for the I phone call, Ryan. And let me stop that guy right there. I'm going to tell you right now, steroids aren't going to help you hit a baseball. However, as a baseball player, I will say this. When you make contact with a baseball, it's all about bat speed and strength. And if you're telling me steroids aren't going to help you hit a baseball farther, you're crazy. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you that this Spider-Man thing is more detrimental to the game of baseball than steroids. Because what does this Babe is a... Ruth not having to hit against blacks and Latinos have to do with it? The, the, the league was watered down. Oh, come on. You're telling me the league's not watered down now, J-Dubs? Come on. <laughs> yeah, because you guys keep on ripping the steroids out of their no, mouths. when Babe Ruth played, there were 12 to 15 teams in baseball. It doesn't seem like we're in slow motion right now. baseball right now, and you'll see watered Boy. down my ass. You'll see hey, the best of the best. Before we let you go, I want we're going to call Alan's voicemail, and I want you to leave him a message about how he should hire you. Who's Alan? <laughs> the general manager. All right, general manager, let's do it. Uh, hold on a second. People want to continue to talk about this. I can't believe people aren't outraged by the fact that Spider-Man logos are going to be all over Major Nobody League Baseball. Hey, Nobody's called about that. Steve, welcome into the hideout. Other stuff. <laughs> Go ahead, Steve. Yeah, you know, I think uh, I think you're right. There's a lot of more advertising there should be, but you know, you look at rivals like the Red Sox and the Yankees, and I think it's just. Baseball's greater than I think it's ever been. And then, could you the playoff flash here? Let's take that though for a second. You got the Bo Sox and the Yankees playing, and they're playing on bases that are wrapped in spiderweb logos. That doesn't bother you at all? No. Why would it? The games hasn't changed. But it doesn't oh change. come on! The game hasn't changed. It looks like we'll basketball. Movie, Who cares? Go see the movie, you comic I, book geek. I don't. I, I haven't even seen the first one yet, you dick. <laughs> and that's the other thing. Why are you picking Spider-Man of all things? I don't yeah, care. That's what I'm saying. Comic book nerds, they're not going to go see baseball or vice versa. Because no, no one's seeing baseball. And how would they do a logo for something like the day after tomorrow? Are they just people watch baseball. Are they going to put tornadoes? I'll tell you what, if, if anybody uh, in the listening audience just saw YouTube Philadelphia and Toronto in overtime last night, for the five minutes that it went in overtime, that's every reason why you should watch hockey. Darcy Tucker hit Sammy right, Kapp nobody the cares about so players. hard that he was knocked out. And did he land on the, bench, on the ice? No, he mm, got up and man. stumbled to the bench. You know what? You guys have no reason to be outraged until they're wearing Spider-Man uniforms while they're playing. 
That's yeah, well, that's probably coming. Slippery slope. And, in fact, you talked about the logos on the uniforms. That did happen. Ralph Nader is actually upset about that because it happened whenever the uh, the Devil Rays and the Yankees played over in Tokyo. So it's starting already, my friends. In fact, what if, like, in basketball, in the basketball, they changed the basketball to, like, the Target logo? You know what oh, I mean? Man. Where it's, like, a white ball with the red bullseye on it. Well, I'd probably I'll tell you one thing. I, I don't ever want to see that in football, basketball, hockey, or baseball. But if it were to happen in any of those sports, I would hope that in this country, baseball would be the absolute last. And it sickens me that they're the first ones to do something like this. All right, should, how about this? We, we want to get Shafee out here. Do you think it's a good idea to have him call Allen? Yeah, hell yeah. Let me talk to Al. <laughs> Just call him Al, too, please. <laughs> Say hey, pal. What's his last name? Line wand. Line wand. Lime long? I, yeah. All right. Wait. Is this a good idea? Yeah, it's, it's a good idea. Come on. Let's I'm a fire it up. All right. Hold on a second. I need you to write down though, Dubs. I can't give. I need you to write down what uh, the extension is for me. It should be right there. In Just front dial of the number and let me talk. But he don't say anything stupid because we actually would like you to join. Well, us I'm not going to say anything stupid. And I'm don't make us sound like gonna... we're don't make us sound like we're big rock stars or anything. Just oh, just hell no. I'm going to tell it like it is. Just pitch yourself, okay? Tell him I'm miserable. I oh, hold on a second. Did I do the wrong one? <laughs> yeah. All right, let me try this again. Dial the number. What what one are you trying on? Four four four. Why is it not letting me on four four four? It should let you. You try it over there. Come on, man. The bar's closing. That's <laughs> all. You have plenty of time. My buzz is wearing off. All right. You know what? There's some, it's not working. I tell no, you what. make it work. No. I want to leave a message to him. You know what? Let me say this. Oh, you know what? All right. We got the wrong one. All right. Let's try this one more time. Make it work. All right. Here we go. Maybe... Alan no that, longer that's works That's ridiculous. I'll tell you what this is, Shafee. This is fate. This is Why fate. is it fate? This is fate saying for some reason we can't connect oh, with you. I gave you the wrong one. We can't connect you. gave you, you the wrong one, he said. I'm not interested in doing this yeah, anymore. Yeah, let's do it. No, I want to do it. J-Dubs, you're right. Hook the, connect me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one more time. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, Christ. You going to answer? No, you, you just start. You say, hey, this is Shafee. You remember me from the hideout. Skankshift. Skankshift.com. Pitch yourself. Don't be stupid, though. Not going to be stupid. Come on. Hello, this is Alan Linewand, Infinity Broadcasting. Such WJ a bad idea. <laughs> I'm unavailable right now, so please leave your name, number, and a brief message, and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you, and have a nice day. I'll record your message at the tone. When you're finished, hang up or stay on the line for further options. Allie, Alan, Al boy, what's up? It's Shafee calling you from Detroit, Michigan. I'm a friend of Hefe and Dubs from the Hot House. You remember me. I came out to D.C. one time. Look, man, I got to be honest with you. I got to shoot from the hip. I'm broke. I'm living in my dad's basement, and I'm underappreciated at WRIF in Detroit. I need to come out to D.C. to help the Hot Out get to where they need to be, the show that will revolutionize American radio. You give me a call. Let's make the deal happen. Get me out to the nation's capital. Come on. Alan, let's do it. I'll give you a back rub. I don't care. Hook me up. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right, hold on. Thank you. All right, let's see. If you'd like to add to your message, enter one. To listen to it, two. To re record, enter pound. 
All right, more options. Give me more options. Thank you. Your message has been... Ah, oh, did I miss it? If you need further assistance... and oh, I missed it. I think I was supposed to press two there. Oh, well. Well, good job, Shafee. That was okay, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shooting from the hip. I, I dig it. <laughs> <laughs> You're not driving. Let's make the deal happen. All right, man. Well, we'll talk to you later. Good appearance um, tonight. $750,000 a year would be my minimum. <laughs> Shut Let's up. Let's make it happen. I'll talk to you. All right. Hey, man, you guys, good luck. I'm seriously so happy for you guys. I really do hope to come out there, but congratulations. I know with or without me, you guys are going to do it. It's a shiznit, and even with me, we're going to take over the world. All right. Viva. Peace. 5,000. Right. com. Learn about Shafee there under names and now. Wow. I don't even know what to say to that. I think we just ruined any shot of ever bringing Shafee out here. No, I think you'll he'll like it. You think so? He always likes the stupid messages. Yeah, whenever we had Bateman WJF dialing or whatever it was. WJF gay. WJF gay dialing. We're taking a break. We're coming back. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. The last of the past week and the old Saturday night shows. 106.7 WJFK. Next message from Amy received February 10th at 4.55 p.m. Hey, it's Amy. I just wanted to call and wish you a happy birthday and let you know that I'm thinking about you. I tried to send you an email, but it came back to me. I don't know if your email address has changed or what. So um, just want to let you know I'm thinking about you. Have a wonderful <laughs> birthday. Talk to you later. Bye. It's heartbreaking, Send a reply Chris. message. Press Chris, two. Stop with that. To erase, press seven. <laughs> to save, Jeff press Jimenez. nine. Message saved. Uh, so that was the voicemail from the woman who I, uh, the chick who uh, I used to know, who just sent me a uh, a Christmas card uh, from her and her husband. And uh, it's, uh, it's very heartbreaking. So Hideout 106.7 WJFK, Hefe and Dubs hanging out with you. We are live tonight. Um, Belcher is also in studio. It's a Tommy Bateman production. Corolla Manning, all of the uh, instant messages in the back. JFK Hideout at AOL.com. And the phone calls go through Bad Monkey and Ogre tonight at 866-277-4969. The reason I play that uh, voicemail dubs and the reason I bring up that Christmas card that I got today was because I... Uh, I was, you know, I've, I have bouts of depression. Yeah. You know that I have a lot of issues that I go through. And I had had it. I, I had it this weekend. I'm tired of falling into the same cycles of self-destruction over yeah. and over again. Um, because I truly wonder if I will ever be happy. And here is why. I, I called up as many people as I knew asking them. And I'd love to know from people out there. And this is what's on you know, RadioHideout.com and my uh, entry on my blog. When will the grass ever stop being greener on the other side? Because as I, uh, you know, as I, I've gone through life for the past, I don't know, however many years, uh, always wanting more. Like, I want it all. I want fame. I want fortune. I want happiness. But the reason I want the fame and the fortune is to stick it to every Amy, to every Mandy, to every Rebecca who, would, who wouldn't go out with me. Or who, um, you know, just wanted to be my friend. You know, I, I, I want the fame and the fortune to, to so I can finally have my father's approval. 
I want the fame and the fortune to show every program director who didn't hire me, who didn't hire us, J-Dubs, that they missed out on a good thing. I want, so, I want all these people to, to realize what a mistake they've made. And that's why, in a way, I want to make it. You're very uh, revenge-driven, uh, huh? Without a doubt, vengeance and uh, all of that drives now, me in what I do. Now, let me ask you one thing. Who do you want to rub it in the face the most? Is it your parents? Is it our old boss? Is it ex-girls? Is it friends? I think it's... I, I honestly believe... If I, if anything else, if I could have any of them, yeah. If it, if you, who would you get the most joy out of? I, th I think I would want my father's approval more than anything else. I think that would mean the most. Secondly, the chicks. Although that one could easily flip flop. Third, it would be the program directors who didn't hire yeah. us. Although I think they're going to be. The you see, that's who I always get the most joy out of. Right. I, I I would get the most joy out of because they hated me so much mm -hmm. that I you know people before they didn't care either way you know family friends they don't care either way which is kind of cool mm -hmm. but the program directors I think I think a lot of them would take joy in me failing. No, I hear you. I I completely understand yeah. what you're saying. And so my whole thing was, when am I finally going to stop looking for the next best thing? And when am I going to finally realize what I have is good? Uh, I mean, the nature of radio is to always be finding the next job. When you and I were in Michigan, when I was in Texas, you were always looking for that next gig to, quote, unquote, make your career, to help you get where you want to be. Yeah. So that we could be the next Howard or Don and Mike or Ron and Fez or whatever. And in fact, um, I continue to look today. Even though I have everything I always wanted as a kid when I got into radio, I said I always wanted to do an FM talk show. I always wanted to do a show like this. We are blessed to be on the air on the same station as Howard Stern, Donna Mike, and Ron and Fest. But for some reason, that isn't enough. I got to continue to keep looking for that next job just in case I may miss that big opportunity. And what sucks is that that's what happens in my personal life. You know what I mean? Where um, I get into this bout because I'm always looking for that next best thing. Is it a, the, a new person that can help me feel better? Is it a new job? Is it a new material item? When is the grass going to stop being greener on the other side? The question you have to ask yourself is how do you feel about you? It's not somebody else is not going to make you happy. That's my point. It's it's to hell with what those program directors say. You know, they'll sit there for a second. They'll say, yeah, we should have hired Hefe. But F him. We didn't. But but and it's so easy to say that. But when you've been one way for your life for 26 years, you can't just flip it off. So anyway, I called everybody. Called everybody I knew. Even went back to some people who I haven't talked to for a little while, J-Dubs. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I got this advice. Um, and, and the advice is good. If you think about it, there is always going to be someone out there with more talent. There's always going to be someone out there better looking there's always going to be someone out there with more money. There's always going to be someone out there more liked. Tommy, for example. Someone like that. I'm liked by everyone. Meh. But the, the, <laughs> the advice was... Everyone that matters. Especially Black Albert. Meh. In a weird, weird, queer way. Yeah. I'm actually filing a restraining order. <laughs> I wish I was kidding. But this person says to me, this person very special to me says, if you continue to judge yourself by what others think of you, you're never going to be happy. Mm-hmm. The only goal you should strive to attain is to reach the maximum of your potential. And they went on to say, 
mind, body, and soul. And if uh, they say, if you were half as talented as I think you are, that will be enough. And it's exactly what you just said, Belcher, and it's exactly what a couple of my other uh, buddies told me. Now, Corolla, even, I've talked to him about this. And it's the same thing. You cannot continue to strive for the acceptance of other people um, because they're not always going to accept you. Has that helped out? Well, hell, I just found out Saturday night. I mean, when when you came upon that, were you happier? Honestly, I I was. I, I was happier, yes. And then and all of a sudden, REM came on, and I uh, I'm dancing, I'm jump roping. Cafe. The fact of the matter is, or is this REM or yeah. is this um... REM and that chick from B fifty two? Okay, that's why I was. You now that. have the knowledge. Wisdom is the application of knowledge. You now have the knowledge. Apply it. Happy people, you ass. <laughs> right. You know, you can't... You, that email is absolutely right. You can't seek to chew, seek to make other people happy. Ethel. And, 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 you know, and, and so it is. It's, it's something that... Uh, it's a realization that I came to. Because I medicate. I'm not going to lie to you. You medicate. Uh, Belcher, you medicate with food. I have done this. Everybody medicates somehow. Exactly. I'll let you say that for the sake of the show. All right. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because it isn't so obvious. (laughs) You know what? Your belt wishes you would stop medicating. Um, Or at least take up heroin and wrap it around your arm. Chico. Okay. Feliz Navidad. But I'm just saying that, you know, I know people who medicate through alcohol. I I know people who medicate through PlayStation. I, I do that. I definitely, you know, I even say that. The time I play PlayStation is the time I don't think of anything. You know, that's my time off. And maybe it's because, you know, it just shuts my brain off and all I think is, all right, how can I score the the touchdown this time instead of, God damn, my life sucks. Well, that's what I would do with food is that whenever I was eating, I wouldn't be thinking. I talked about this before where I would attack the food as if it were a puzzle. And for those mere moments where I'm sitting there eating, I'm not thinking about my problems. I'm thinking about how to finish this meal, getting the absolute best bite. Do you guys realize how good your lives are? No. You have everything you said you've wanted. You have it. And then you have a beautiful woman at home, a beautiful cat. You've got a great job here at JFK. I do have a beautiful cat. (laughs) I already feel better. I was feeling pretty sad. We we three, we four of us in the studio right now, we are really lucky. We we are truly, truly blessed. I don't know if I'd say you're lucky. You know what? Fat or not. I'm just kidding. Fat, I'm just fat fr- or not. Well, I'm, I, I, it's open commun- communication. Yeah. Now, Belcher, hold on. I don't need your advice. I mean, people want oh, to talk. Thanks. I appreciate that. I, no, I do. But I mean, you know, I, I understand and I think you're right. You know, I, I know you're right. But I want to I hear from some other people. 866-277-4969. Here's another person calling in. Belcher's belt, you're in the hideout. Yeah. Help me. Help me. This is the one I signed you up for. You son of a baby. bitch. Help me. Help me. You're even hurting cows after death. You know, good. <laughs> Benjamin, you're in the hideout. Yeah, hey, you know, when you see, like, a friend of yours, you know, he's no longer looking on the other side of that grass. When he's just hitting on the ugliest girl. And he's just going after that fat, nasty girl with the pimples and the mustache. Then, you know, he no longer cares about the grass and the side. He's just settled for the worst possible. He doesn't care for the struggle anymore. He's just going to take it. Right. Now, now, Dubs, there are a couple of ways of the grass never being greener on the other side. It's me, like I write in my entry, uh, keeping my head up. i got to pick my head up and stop looking at the grass and realize the grass isn't everything. 
another way, which sadly I had been doing, was to go to the grass. Go to that other greener grass. You go there, you examine it, you touch it, you feel it, you rub it up against your face, whatever. What are we talking about here? Nothing. Don't worry about it. Because I got a stiffy. No. But when you when you see that grass, you realize it wasn't as good as the grass I was just on. Are you talking about it, guys? Stop. No. And you start looking again, and the cycle begins again and again. And it doesn't stop unless now, I Now, I think Travis has it right. I want you to listen to this on your way home tonight. Uh-huh. When the grass isn't green, that's why God gives us strippers. Right. That's how, yeah, that's a, that's a good way to medicate. Right. Definitely, I definitely did that in high school. When I couldn't get a chick, I medicated with strippers. I medicated with 20s. I medicated with my face in the happy place. There you go. Heckler, you're in the hideout on JFK. Yo, 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 yo. What's up, Pepe, Dubs, Belcher? What's up? What's going on? Hey, I know some people were medicated through medication, uh, Jeff. I mean, Tommy. Uh, what? Hey, and I called uh, actually to uh, ask you, Happy, was it was it's it a who Christmas it? Jesus. card? Who's on medicine here? Did she send a Christmas card or did she send a uh, restraining order? It was Which a was it? It was a Christmas card. Thank you. Wow, he's fallen. Um, all right, Ogre says validation is the most desired emotion. That's true. Butternut, you're in the hideout. What's up, better stuff? What's up, fat ass? Hey, let me <laughs> listen. Let me give you a little bit of advice, okay? Yeah. Fa, click your heels three times. Wake up and realize you're being a bitch. You will never get laid as long as you talk, keep talking like an idiot. What are you talking I, about? Look at what. Take this from a person who can get laid whenever he wants. You're a fat ass, and you're feeling sorry for yourself. It's not about being a fat ass, and your way of medicating is through sex with dirty skank hoes who live in Woodbridge. I I have more confidence in Corolla picking up a chick now than I do in you. Wow. That hurts. a big statement. No, listen. That's very bold, my friend. I'm kidding, I, think, I, I can believe in J-Dose any time because he doesn't talk like you. You're an idiot, El No, I'm not an idiot. I'm a human being, and I'm sorry if I have emotions. Oh, go keep crying. <laughs> Don't you have a septic tank to clean? Be- You're right. Everything you said is right. Please stop. Not now. Not now. Belcher's heart, you're in the hot doubt. Christ. I'm so congested. <laughs> We talked to Shonda. I'm going to make Matt Albert cry right now. Hey, Matt, the buffet is closed. Okay, that's just mean. Why would you say so? Why would you attack him like that? He's so nice to you. That's clogged hearted. I thought you guys were friends. Jesus, Sherry took his clothes. Yeah, Jesus punch. You're in the hideout. What's up, Pepe? I gotta say, what you're doing now is important because later on you will look back and you'll go. Man, I was being missed. I have to agree with both stuff somewhat. But the thing is that you look here. You set what you need to do is now is you need to set goals. You need to say, well, I might not get laid, but I got to. I can goals. get laid if I want to. That's okay. not the issue. Okay, the issue is who I bang okay. and why I bang them. All right. Well, here's the best thing. You need to set goals about how you want to do it. And the thing is, is that you, you are lucky. And the thing is, is that you can't see it. And, and but you know what? I, 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 you know, What's wrong, man? I'm going to say I made a mistake. Why? I... Because people aren't calling up and saying what you want to hear, man? 
No. You got to listen. What is Jesus Punch going to tell me? <laughs> Other than... Uh, 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 uh. Everybody's Come telling on. you the same stuff you already know. Is that it? No, nah, I don't know. You do know. I'd rather make fun of you. Well, if that makes you feel better, come on, make fun of me. No, I can't. <laughs> it does make me feel better. Oh, that's all I'm saying. You want to see my breast? Want me to take my breast out for you? Jesus, no. <laughs> I'd rather talk to Jesus Punch and see your breasts. But I just wanted to say that in a way, I, have, I, I found a turning point and I wanted to share it with you sons of bitches. And I think you have. I don't see why you're so upset right now. I honestly don't. I don't, you know, it's the wrong form for me to talk about it. I should, that's why I have a, uh, a blog. That's why I, I have a blog. I still don't understand why you're so upset right we'll now. We'll talk about it over dinner on Saturday. I'm not going to be with you. Oh, I thought you were going to, to, yeah, Fat, Fat Albert, Albert release. Mm -hmm. I'm only taking Matt. <laughs> well, fine. My favorite one. Fine. Then then you and Matt can sit there and you'll watch him eat an entire buffet by himself. Now, hold on. I'm, I'm still confused on what you're upset about right now. You can eat the crumbs from his breast. Shut up. I did just, you know, I'm sitting there, I'm trying to have a conversation, and I just, I can't. Yes, you can. No, I can't. Yes, you can. I don't understand why you're so mad right now. I honestly don't. I wouldn't, I don't know. I don't know why I'm mad. I don't know. I, I Explain it to me. You do know why you're mad, and I want you to explain it. <laughs> because you're going to end up being mad all night long until you explain why you're mad. You know why you're mad is because you turned to the callers to actually listen to what you had to say. And, uh... That's why I hate the callers. Because anything you say, they don't listen to. Like, I have a form hey, that I feel like, gay. I have a form that in which I feel like I can talk to people, maybe even help people, maybe people with similar things. You know what I mean? You know our listeners, though. Hey, you're right. You really helped me. No, they want to call me. You're gay. No, and I, I understand gay. what's entertaining and what isn't, and that's fine. And that's why I'll never make this mistake again. I thought this was entertaining. Yeah, exactly. It was entertaining. I think we should only have three callers that should be allowed to call. Then that'll be entertaining. Eckler? Mm, no, he's he 50 or 50. He lost out. Um, I don't... All right, let's go. Let's, uh... We'll see you tomorrow. See what you people did? We'll see you tomorrow. What's your problem, man? <laughs> I thought we were having a good time hanging out with our best friends, the listeners, the Ugh. callers. Ugh. Please. I always have fun with them. With who? The listeners, the callers. You hate the listeners. I love the listeners. I just hate going out. You really genuinely hate the listeners. I do not. You're mistaken with Tommy. Maybe I hate the listeners. <laughs> I think you do. I think very deeply you hate our listeners. No. I love them. I have a lot in common. Because they're all on your side. The whole point is to make Hefe look like no, an asshole. No, it isn't. Fun. It's never that's exactly what that's it is. That's never the point. And you, it that's always the, is. That's another problem with you. You think everybody's out to get you. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe I didn't hear the beginning of the 12 o'clock hour and what that was about when I was ready to pour open my heart. Maybe I was absent. What was it all about? Kate, you're in the hideout. Am I on? Yeah, yes. you're on the air. What's yeah, up? Yeah, hey, I just wanted to I, I just wanted to say before you started taking callers, I was actually really, really relating to what you were talking about. I think I kinda had a hint as to what you were talking about too. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, I think it's something in particular. Now you've totally shut off, Hefe. I is someone talking? I can't I can't hear. You are such a dick. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what do you think what am I talking about? I I don't I, I mean, I don't want to, like, say, because it's totally, like, far-fetched, 
you know. Go ahead, say it. Just like maybe an addiction that's a little bit more than what you're saying as to like the eating. All right, hang up on her. I hate this she one. Maybe she's right. What well, you... I, I would like her for her to get to the point. You think maybe I'm addicted to drugs or hugs? Anything that's not like you know that you don't want to talk about on the air. It just seems like it's you're covering for something. Possibly, but I I was relating to it. That's that's what my point was. Is that yeah, she was she callers. was feeling you before that, and you, really you're saying was. no one was feeling you. Well, thank you, Kate. It still you're welcome. Doesn't make me feel it, but thank you. I appreciate yeah. it, honey. All right, bye bye. Bye. Now I pissed some people off that I didn't even mean to piss off. Who? Don't worry about it. Who'd you make mad? Not gonna say. Why? Because I don't want to. <sighs> Fanboy, you're in the hideout. Hey, Hefe. Yeah. Go ahead. Hurry up. Hey, all right. I wanted to totally agree with you on three things, but you're mixing some of your stuff up. One, you want ambition. You do want the success. Who told you all your life you couldn't. Is now that you're getting some of what you got, you're not feeling it as appreciative because it, it's not satisfying you enough. It's not sticking it you did you wrong. Two, I totally agree with the dad thing because the parents are always the hardest ones on you. My little brother got a 1550 on his SATs and he's 14. He got a pocket calculator, pocket calculator, two years in a row. They forgot my birthday. He gets a PlayStation when he's off. Uh, all right, all right. Then. Vampire, you're so, in the hideout. Look, I don't, I don't know what, what all the problem is. I just finally got a <laughs> signal. But I heard the Big Mo and Deuce show this afternoon, so you have nothing to be upset about. Oh, They're about as funny is... as listening to grass grow. <laughs> All right, thank you, vampire. Five thousand, man. Five thousand. Again, this is a uh, this is not about. Here's my main point. It's not about what others think, and this is what I'm going to try to live my life by from now on. It's not about others. It's about can oh. I be the best I can be? Here's the thing. If it's not about others, why did you to make that vast turn right when the phone call started coming in? Honestly. You, you, you turned completely. Because I don't feel like I can communicate in, in my own forum. That's what that's what pisses me off the most is that I don't even feel as if I can communicate in my own forum. What? No, you know, say it. You know what's going to happen whenever. Exactly. And because of but that, I screwed up. No, there's plenty of people out there listening that do give a damn, but they aren't going to call in. That's I, the point. I learned my lesson. Hefe, you've got three people in this studio right now who give care. a damn. I don't. Doesn't matter. Yeah, what what the hell did you bring it up for? What matters is me, and that's what I'm trying to say. Well, it doesn't we're trying matter. to help you guys. It doesn't matter. Damn it, just listen to us. It doesn't for a matter what you think. 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 All of you on the line doesn't matter. <laughs> matters what I think. Obviously, it does, though. That's the and what I'm trying to tell you. That's the problem, and that's what I'm trying to fix. Well, you didn't do a good job of it and tonight. And it's not going to happen tonight. It, I've been living it, one way for 26 years, dude. You think it's going to happen because I have epiphany over the weekend? Yeah, but it you, does. No, it doesn't. It no, it, no, it doesn't, but it, it should. I guess I've never should, been there. I guess I don't know what the hell you're talking about. But it should start to work when you're actually talking about the situation. And it'll, and it'll be a while. And hopefully by this time next year, I will be a changed person. Yeah. I'm here for you and I'm listening. Go away. I talked to you for like an hour Saturday. Actually, and I thank you. You helped a lot. And Dubs, you and I have talked and you have helped a lot too. And I mean that. I don't think you do. Shut up, I do. All right. Well, that was a great meltdown. <laughs>
Belcher actually walked out. How far's Belcher going? <laughs> I don't know. This is like the third time in a row we've had him and he's walked out. This time it wasn't even about him. You know, my, about- do you have a picture you can run down the hall chasing him after to give back? <laughs> yeah, make sure you get him that picture. <laughs> Start to, tired of touching myself to his ex-trick. <laughs> All right, but here's the thing. From now on, I'm going to try to be better. All right? I tell you, it doesn't happen overnight. But I wanted to relate, and if I'd like to see if at some point you see a change. That's it. And I'm sorry, Butter, not, and everybody else. I, thank you. Thank you for at least calling in and participating, because that's what we were looking for. Does it make you mad? I've that... seen less breakdowns from Corolla. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. Yeah. What, what were you going to say, Tommy? Does it make you mad that they all call in like they know what they're talking about when they're probably more unhappy and less successful than you'll ever be? No, I mean, everybody, that has, makes their me own, mad. everybody has their own way. Again, that's what I'm trying to get to. It doesn't matter where they're coming from. What matters is where I am coming from. And until I can be happy... Look, somebody told me this this week, and I'll end on this. If you can't love yourself, uh, then who can love you? And it's that simple. Jesus? And that's that's where I got to (laughs) get. And Jesus helped Belcher. Come on, where are you going, Belcher? (laughs) All right. uh... Your belt will love you. Your belt will love you. Unless it's certain cases. Okay. It's the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. It's the Hideout, Hideout, Hideout Weekend Mixtape. The best of the past week and the old Saturday night shows. At 106.7 WJFK. Here in the Hideout, we pride ourselves on uh, having a great staff, I think. Yeah, the best unpaid staff in the business. And they are, because we have an, an amazing array of interns who come in here and do whatever it takes to uh, to try to put on an entertaining show. And we hope that, if anything, these guys have learned something here in the hideout. Uh, first of all, there is Bad Monkey, who is the uh, creator and um, webmaster of RadioHideout.com. He also has created the first Hideout Home video, the DVD, that one lucky listener will win this segment of all of the videos that have been created to date. Uh, it's not are, all of them. That are on RadioHideout.com. I put my personal favorite picks on here because these actually were going to my family, and I just picked some of my favorites. There's about eight videos on here, seven or eight videos. Seven. Seven right. videos. Well, but they're great. It's, it's the best stuff according to J-Dubs. Yeah. Thing. But uh, there's Bad Monkey. Ogre also is an intern of ours, and uh, he is a veteran of uh, the Gulf War, and he does a lot of helping out. And, of course, there's always intern Alex Corolla. Uh, yes, Tommy Bateman. Uh, I need a couple of those uh, DVDs because I need to get my grandparents' presents for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, they make great, make great yeah, they, gifts. They're, they're great stocking stuffers. Ruined Thanksgiving for me. <laughs> it did, didn't it? Now, your parents were a little disappointed in what you did, huh? Really? Yes, they were very unimpressed. Now, were they unimpressed with the editing or the content? Uh, it was mostly the content. They were so offended oh, so- by the content, they couldn't even see the editing. Uh, really? So it's yeah. like Infinity Broadcasting. And yeah. the, way, the way they feel I about it. I didn't hear it. the story. They, uh, you showed this to your parents, and they were... I showed it to my dad and my sister, and uh, my sister evidently has some gay friends or something, and so she was offended for them. My dad was offended because she was going to be offended, and she was also offended because dad was probably going to be offended. So they were sitting there both offended for each other, and then they had nothing good to say. And do they realize, though, that we are very gay-friendly in the hideout? We are I tried to tell them. probably... 
the gay friendliest show in America, I would well, think. I, I tried to point out that, you know, when you make a guy that's uncomfortable with, you know, people thinking he's gay do things that people might think he's gay, that's not, uh, you know, anti-gay. That's, you know, making fun that's of homophobes. That's anti-Corolla. Yeah, it's making fun of homophobes. Exactly. Um, all right, now I'm getting this. Someone needs one of these DVDs for their pastor. So yeah. maybe we can make that happen. All right, let's get all the boys in here so that we can do the hideout final exam. Um, we will give you 15 questions, okay? Whoever scores the highest gets a glowing letter of review or a letter, recommendation. Of, re letter of recommendation. And also, no, you're going to stand over there, and you need these sheets. And um, glowing le re letter of recommendation. And uh, a good talking to by Cameron and myself. And did we get them some uh, scrap paper to write on too? They also need. Okay. They also need scrap paper that they can write on as well. And uh, let me hand this to uh, Ogre over there. Now, those of you who get the lowest score end up having to call Cameron Gray's voicemail, or our operations manager, the man who's in charge of hiring, and read the following letter. I'll read you the first couple sentences. Dear Cameron, you spiky-haired prick, why can't you hire me? The letter ends. See you at the next Nambla meeting. All I the think some of the interns have actually said that to him. Uh, all the best. All right. kind of how and there's the end bomb in there a couple of times, and I didn't. I had no idea why. No, there's not. Um, all right, so here it is, guys. What we're going to do is you're going to hold your sheets of paper, A, B, C, and D, okay? And you will hold up the correct answer. That way there's no cheating. That way you can turn it around. That way we'll make sure everything's kosher. Now, all of them aren't uh, multiple choice, are they? No, not all of them. There will be a couple where you actually have to write down the answer. And if you want to give yourselves a little light, whatever you need to do, this is fun for those of you who are playing along at home who uh, maybe learn a little something about the hideout. J-Dub, some music, if you will, please. The hideout final exam on 106.7 WJFK. J-Dub's will keep score. I.L. Hefe will ask the questions of Bad Monkey, Corolla, and Ogre. Question number one, last New Year's Eve, who was the first person to kiss J-Dubs on the lips? A, Hefe, me. B, his girlfriend. C, Johnny Punani. Or D, Matt Albert. Who was the first person to kiss J-Dubs on the lips when we went into 2004? As they hold up their answers, Corolla and Bad Monkey have C, Ogre has D, the correct answer is C, Johnny Punani. That means that Ouch. Bad Monkey and Corolla are one step ahead. And that was totally by surprise, too. I was just sitting back in my chair, and Johnny Punani grabbed me by the face and forced his lips on me. Amazingly, it was, uh, it was the perfect start to the new year for the hideout. Fifteen seconds in, him giving you that kiss. I thought and, you were going to say mutual. And I remember it also weirded you out so much we ended the show early. Actually, you guys kept on going. I left. Yeah, Dubs, because he was so wigged out by the fact that he had just been man-kissed by an old 40-year-old man. All right, here we go. Question number two, the hideout final exam. Last New Year's Eve, who came in to meet Matt Albert? A, Christine. B, Alexis. C, a female blow-up doll. Or D, Black Albert. Who came in to meet Matt Albert last New Year's Eve? Everybody holds up. C, that is correct. A female blow-up doll. <clears throat> now we'll have to move on to a, a little bit harder of questions. Number, Here we go. Number three. 
Tommy fought with a female listener and claimed she was stalking him. Who was she? A. Alexis. B. Ashley. C. Alyssa. D. Hot Jen. Who was it stalking Tommy Bateman? Hurry up, ogre. All right, someone's going to get it wrong now. They, the, uh, they each have different answers. The correct answer is A, Alexis. Corolla, you got that one correct. Bad Monkey picked C, Alyssa. And uh, Ogre, you picked B, Ashley. And I should have known. Um, Here we go. Let's move on to this one. On Hefe's 26th birthday, name two of the three strippers from goodguysclub.com who came in. A, Brooke and Vicky. B, Olivia and Janine. C, Nikki and Olivia. D, Gary and Ace. It's the hideout final exam. Our boys are playing for a chance to win beautiful prizes. 866 Ogre's struggling with this. All right. We have uh, Ogre uh, held up C. Corolla also held up C. And Bad Monkey has A. Correct answer is C. Nikki and Olivia. There was a Brooke who came in. Amazingly hot, Brooke. I almost held that up. <laughs> D, Gary and Ace. But it was Nikki and Olivia, goodguysclub.com. We met them through Rev9. Yes. And we're hoping to uh, talk to them at some point again. Okay. At Singles in the City, who were Hefe and Dubs signing pictures as? A, Big O and Dukes. B, the Sports Junkies. C, Cameron Gray and Alan Leinwand, or D, Ron and Fez. At Singles in the City, who were Dubs and Hefe signing pictures as? You remember Singles in the City, yes. don't you? The abortion that that was. Everyone holds up C. The answer is B. Oh. <laughs> we got the old Sports Junkies press photos they had around here. And we were, <laughs> yeah, and we actually signed them to the uh, to the uh, program director of HFS. Now, remember all the people who... Remember... Oh, God damn, you what? man, be nice. Remember the people who came up to us thinking we were actually a Sports Junkies? Yeah. We were talking and all that I'm stupid I'm like, you lingo. guys aren't donkeys. You guys aren't donkeys at all. And the, the late... There was somebody next to us from, like, Channel 9 or something, or Channel 5. Who also thought we were the junkies and was telling us all this trash, like about reporters and stuff there. And uh, it got really nasty there for a second. It was a lot of fun. All right, this is a question in which you will have to write down the answer. Write down the answer, the hideout final exam. Hefe and Dubs, 106.7 WJFK interns, Corolla, Bad Monkey, and Ogre. Name either of the three women Hefe still has a crush on uh, that he knew in high school. There are three women that I talk about. You got to name one of them. Who is it? One of them. And uh, I wonder if anyone was paying attention last night. Yeah. Yeah, I knew. yeah possibly. <laughs> <sighs> By the way, stay tuned. Listeners will also get a chance to play to win the first ever hideout home video uh, DVD that Batman. Right, everybody has 10 seconds left. No, they don't have 10 seconds anymore. Let me see now. Five, four, three, two, one. One. All right. You hold up. Uh, what is Carla. It? Carla. No. <laughs> like I date a Carla. Are you kidding me? Bad Monkey, what name did you hold up? Uh, J-Dubs. <laughs> no, it was not J-Dubs. And? And Corolla Monica Bellucci. That's what he wrote. And as much as I... Do you would... guys know the show at all? Do you guys sit back there and listen? Sometimes we're on first the first Matt Albert night. says he feels like a nerd for knowing all these answers. <laughs> he can be the first hideout home video DVD winner.
Yeah, I was uh, I was quizzing Matt earlier to see if these were too hard or too easy, and he he knew them all. He knew like about ninety percent of them. There were a couple I got him with. Right. Okay. Here we go. Uh, another question. Oh, by the way, any of the names would have been Rebecca, Amy, or Mandy. Rebecca, Amy, or Mandy. Mandy, Carla. Yeah. Um, yeah. Same thing. A friend named Erod claims you can't get AIDS in a pool. A half a half face friend Erod claims you can't get AIDS in a pool. What's his theory? We've talked about this on the air before. A, AIDS doesn't really exist. B, AIDS can't live in water. C, chlorine kills AIDS. D, only moes get AIDS. What's his theory concerning AIDS? Hold it up. And everyone, everybody holds up C and everybody is correct. Everyone gets it correct. Now, let's have them pick it and then not hold it up till we say everybody ready. Alright, now uh, let's recap the score real quick. Ogre has three. Bad Monkey has three. Corolla has five. Kiss ass. Now, Corolla, this could be big for you. Letter of recommendation, getting the, maybe a job here is a lot on the line, my friend. I know you passed your classes at Mason, so good Barely. for you. Alright, here we go. You ready? On what significant event did the hideout meet Fairy Lady? A, the last Saturday night show. B, the St. Pat's Spat. C, the Monday, the first Monday of the Monday through Friday show. Or D, the one-year anniversary. It's the hideout final exam with our interns on 106.7 WJFK. Giving you a chance to get caught up on the show. And also trying to give the chance, the boys, the opportunity to win a prize uh, a letter of recommendation. The loser has to call Cameron and leave a vat, uh, nasty voicemail. Hold it up right now. We have C, B, and D. The correct answer. When did we meet Fairy Lady? D, the one-year anniversary of the hideout. And wouldn't that also be the last Saturday night show? Um, no, it wasn't. We did one more Saturday night show after that. Oh, okay. And then we started the Monday through Friday. And that's when Hefe first realized he was the creepy old guy at the party afterwards. <laughs> yeah, thanks for bringing that up. Sorry. And Merry Christmas. Thank you. Thank you very much, Tommy. You son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, here we go. Couple more questions, then we'll let the uh, we'll let the the uh, people at home play. Wow, uh, Corolla has a commanding lead right now. Which of the following is not a nickname of one of Hefe's younger brothers? A, lover boy. Again, which is not a nickname. A, lover boy. B, little Al. C, chub rock. D, fathead. Which is not a nickname of one of Hefe's younger brothers. By the way, uh, I miss all my little brothers, and I look forward to seeing them in February when I go home. And this is the Hideout 106.7 WJFK Hideout Final Exam for our interns. As they hold up the answers. Everybody answers B. And that is all correct. Good guy. Good job, guys. Ready? Little Al is not the the nickname for your brother. All right, here we go. Couple I, more questions. I love Chub Rock. That's my favorite. <laughs> he's, he's a cute little son of a bitch. Sexy. Um, which hideout character has been banned and unbanned the most in the hideout? Banishment. Uh, Bannon. All right. A, Matt Albert. B, Sid Kata. C, Fairy Lady. D, Death Source. Which person has been banned and unbanned the most in the hideout? A, Matt Albert, B, Sid Kata, C, Fairy Lady, D, Death Source. Hold up your answers, please. 
The correct answer is A. Matt Albert has been banned and unbanned the most in the hideout. I'm sorry, Ogre. You said Fairy Lady and the uh, Bad Monkey. and uh, Which isn't a bad answer because she has been banned and unbanned. She, we, we've uh, sent her to the retard room a couple times, but not nearly as many times as we've uh, banned Matt Albert. All right, here's the uh, two last questions. Are you ready? All right, here we go. I want you to write this one down. Yeah. Who earned their hideout pass by letting Dubs spit in their face? Who earned the hideout pass by letting Dubs spit in their face? Take your time. You have 10 seconds. J-Dubs, going back through all of this, does it give you fond memories of what we've been able to create here over the last 18 months? (laughs) No? No. (laughs) Dirty memories. All right. Hold it up. I see that Fidel is written on uh, yours. Uh, Corolla, what is written on... uh, Sid Kata, Ogre wrote down, and what did you write down, Bad Monkey? Tommy. Fidel is the correct answer. Oh, yeah. Corolla. Look at you. You're on top of the world, aren't uh, you? Congratulations. And here we go, Dubs. Final question. Um, no, maybe not final question. We'll see how everything yeah. works out. This is a hard one. Your interns of the show, you've been with us. You've heard us talk about this. What major news event, and this is one you got to write down, what major news event happened the night the hideout was auditioning at WJFK? We did a live-to-tape show. It did not go out on the air, but we were in the studio. What was the major news event that happened the night the hideout auditioned at WJFK? Hideout final exam. Whoever wins gets a letter of recommendation and a talking to by Cameron. Could call it an interview. Whoever loses has to leave a nasty voicemail to Cameron, again, our operations manager. Everybody hold up their answers. What did yours say, Corolla? September 11th. (laughs) No, that was not correct. What did you have, Bad Monkey? September 11th? Invasion of Iraq. That is correct. Ogre, that is correct. And he gets out of... uh... Last place and ties uh, Bad Monkey. So you were but last. So, um, so what should we do? One more or? All right, I think we keep we take uh, uh, Corolla out of this. First one to get one wrong loses. Woo-hoo. All right, here we go, Corolla. You, uh, you're the winner. Thanks, fellas. You've gotten through. All right, here we go. Ogre and Bad Monkey is down between you two guys. I got a good one, J Dubs. You ready for this? Here we go. Which four people? were originally pitched for the lineup of the hideout. A, Hefe, Dubs, Spoon, and Lefty. B, Hefe, Dubs, Spoon, and Punani. C, Hefe, Dubs, Spoon, and Shafee. D, Hefe, Dubs, Spoon, and Chad Dukes. What was the original pitching of the hideout? Pitching or lineup? The original pitched lineup. It never, but it never made the air. You hold up the answers. That's... C is correct. Hefe, Dubs, Spoon, and Shafee was supposed to be the original lineup. But Shafee, that... you're lazy. You should have come down from Michigan, and I would have been right. Uh, I agree. And actually, I talked to da- Chad Dukes for maybe uh, a couple of days about possibly getting in on this. But he said he had a bright future at HFS. 
picked the wrong pony, brother. You picked the Actually, wrong I thought he said he had to go wash uh, JP's car. Okay. okay. You know, why do that? I wash his car on Saturday nights. I can't do a show. Or was it shiny EB shoes? I can't remember. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So there we have Ogre. You got the lowest score. Dubs, what is the uh, final score there? The final score is Ogre got five, Bad Monkey six, and Corolla nine. Corolla, get in here. Get Corolla in here. Even Matt Albert lo- ma- missed that last question. We we talk about it very, very rarely, but Shafee was supposed to be in the original lineup. Yeah, that was kind of a... Corolla nine, Bad Monkey six, and Ogre five. All right, you know what? I'm going to allow people to get some extra credit. What do you okay, think? Okay, I like that. All right, here we go. Extra credit. And this will be just raise of hands. Yeah. If you have created a website or home video for the hideout, you get four points. Raise your hand if you've done that. Bad Monkey. Bad Monkey. Congra- your score is now ten. Yes. Congratulations to Bad Monkey. Corolla, get back in here. Where are you going? No. Get in where you're here. No, this is turning out. <laughs> Damn it. All right, let's get back to the music here. All right, here's more extra credit. Now, the only thing is that, Corolla, since you were in first, you don't get extra credit. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> if you served in the Gulf War, you get five points. This is AARP friendly. Oh, I'm this, loving this. Thank you, <laughs> Oh, congratulations, Ogre. This is BS. Congratulations. <laughs> you guys stonewall me again. All right, final score, Ogre 10, Bet <laughs> Monkey 10. <laughs> And uh, Corolla 9. We'll write re- letters of recommendation for both of you. Meetings try to get with you Cameron, Letters of recommendation for Bad Monkey and Ogre. That's awesome. Corolla, you lose. <laughs> this is ridiculous. This is BS. I'm sorry. I guess you should have created a website or maybe fought in a war. I did. The Kyle L website. No. <laughs> it's crap. It's a good one. Now you're ready to... Uh, no, I didn't lose. Since you lost, you have to call Cameron Gray. This is ridiculous. And read this letter to him. I will let you... You're re- kidding me. Read Are you over. kidding me? Read I over. got all the answers right. Except three. You didn't get the final answer. Are you kidding me? No. Read the letter. You missed extra credit. Read the letter to yourself first. Read the whole thing. By the way, if you want to light up the phone lines... Oh, you come on. Read it to yourself out loud. I- I'd rather... Okay. Oh, no. You have to read that letter to Cameron's voicemail. All right, where are you going? Hold on a second. Where are you going? Do you have any issues with any of that? Yeah. What? This exam was fixed. I don't so. think so. You had Apple opportunity to fight in a war and to create a website. I was eight. Or you could have created a DVD. And I'm stupid. I was pulling for you. Yeah. Shut up. I feel bad. Yeah, thanks. I, I thought you had it in the bag. You're Damn right. that extra credit. Are you ready to call? Sure. You have your, do you have your letter ready that you're going to read him? Yes. All right. <clears throat> I want you to read this seriously. Yeah, I don't want it to seem like you're reading either. I want you to give Cameron a piece of your mind. All right, I'm going to take our mics out of audition so he can't hear us laugh. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Good, good thinking. Very good thinking. Corolla, it's just you. Hi, this is Cameron Gray, operating Ooh. director for 106.7 WJFK. Leave me a message, and I will get back to you as soon as I can. Thanks for calling. I'll record your message at the tone. When you're finished, hang up or stay on the line for further options. Dear Cameron, you spiky-haired prick, why can't you hire me? All I ever see around here is you running a few employees ragged. Hire me, you stupid jerk. 
I know you like to hide out because all of it's gay humor. I've seen you with your pink shirts. I mean, could you be a bigger mo? Rub your KT goatee against the boss's chest and try to get some new equipment for the station. It's almost 2005. It's no longer 1984 and the crappy Kyle Stevens show. Thank God. Show some initiative and do something around the station other than hiding from the talent. Well, Mr. Gay, I'd like to thank you for letting me intern here. And I'll see you at the next Namble meeting, you mo. All the best, Corolla. For goddamn sure you won't ever get hired here. Yeah, thanks. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. Go away. All right, let's take a break, J-Dubs. We'll come back. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. I'm very disappointed in you. You're listening to the Hideout Weekend Mixtape. Mixtape. The best of the past week and the old Saturday night shows. 106.7 WJMK. You weren't here for the three shows last week, Wednesday through Friday. Even you, Dubs, have you gone to RadioHideout.com to look at the daily show log? I haven't been on the internet or watched uh, any TV in about five days. So you don't know about the tsunami? Nope. What, giant tsunami? Are you kidding? You don't know about the tsunami? No. All right, you know, all right, whose weekend was it coming up? First, let's find out. Let's educate J-Dubs. I can't believe that you're living in a world with the AOL for broadband and you have no idea of the tsunami. I'm not connected. Jesus. And now, 106.7 WJFK and the Hideout present The Day, according to El Jefe and J-Dubs. Literally all day I've been struggling to fight back the tears over this, natu- this natural disaster of where day after tomorrow proportions where at dude over 22,000 people are dead where it is in the um indian like the indian ocean what happened it was a tsunami there was what, a- what, how what caused a tsunami all right so there's a 9.0 earthquake 9.0 earthquake in the indian ocean and whenever it happens you got all the the seismic shifts and plates shifting over another over one another, and it causes this huge, like, disruption in the ocean, which eventually leads to uh, these massive waves, which are called tsunamis. So these things, these waves, go barreling. I mean, literally barreling at 500 miles per hour into the surrounding areas. Uh, India, uh, Sri Lanka. Um, Where? I can't, I, I think it's Sri Lanka. Or Sri Sh- Lanka, right? Um, Never been there. All right, Drudge says the count is up to 42,000, Dad. That's insane. I even, you really haven't heard of it. I have not heard one word about it. it all right, let me see if I can actually find the uh, the actual story. Um, but while I look for the story, Will wants to uh, uh, have a quick call. Will, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hefe, man, those were some great parties this weekend. <laughs> we're not, hey, not going to talk about the parties because Dubs is back. Once you go out of town again, we need to get together and. Yeah, Dubs. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. When is the next vacation, J Dubs? Not for a long time. At least I'm not going back to Michigan for a long time. So. Son of a bitch, Will. You ruined Tell it. Tell Sadie Lou I said hello. I will. I can kiss this to her. You betcha. Shut up. Bye. I, uh. Yeah, we'll have to talk about your, uh, your place, too, at some point. I know. No, no not his place, place, <laughs> but in his actual apartment. And well, it's, it's well kept. Ooh. Trying to tell you about a natural disaster. Uh, Raider Nation, you're in the hideout on JFK. 
Hey, I just want to say that all Bush is sending over is fifteen million. All right, see now here's the thing. All right, Dubs, uh, the Drudge says the count's up to forty-two thousand, and this is what irks me is that as soon as we heard about this in America, they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to send four hundred thousand dollars, and then eventually they said, oh, we're going to send four million dollars, and so now it's up to fifteen million dollars. They're going to send to Indonesia. Um, Sri Lanka, where are the other places uh, it also hit? It's like seven countries. Yeah, it's well, seven countries that this impacted, man. Well, good news, though. In Sri Lanka, there will be cheap land for sale. No, why would you even make a joke about it? I don't care if he wrote it or not. <laughs> Just because Tommy writes it doesn't mean you have to read it, dude. This is seriously awful. It is absolutely awful. Thank you, Raider Nation, for that update. That joke was disgusting, and whoever wrote it should be proud. All right, I'm going to see if Matt Albert wrote it first. No. <laughs> All right, now uh, Corolla, who, by the way, is out sick, is uh, he's asking if the tsunami's for real. Yes, this is this is see, real. See, people don't know about it. How do you how do you not find out about the worst natural disaster in at least the last hundred years? If you don't turn on the TV, and well, Corolla has an excuse. That guy is living primitive. Unless someone uh, sends a pigeon with a note in it saying it <laughs> happened, he ain't gonna find out. It's true. <laughs> but um yeah we're only sending over 15 uh, million dollars uh because we have all this other money tied up in killing uh, brown people in the Middle East uh and trying to uh, get oil. So all of our billions and billions of dollars are wrapped up in killing people right now as opposed to saving people. You know what that means? What? We have priorities. We prioritize and those my friends Whoa, I didn't see I saw a tsunami cross the No, window. that was that was Belcher. Oh. And those, my friends, are those good morals all of you Republicans voted for in the last election. Tsunamis are made out of water, not chocolate. Oh. Why? I just saw it was muddy water. All of a sudden, Dubs is back, and Tommy, you are now a uh, racist. What? Chocolate. Come on. And you know, that's what saddens me, too, because I'm not going to lie to you. I see brown people uh, hurting. And it's sad. I've literally been trying to hold back the tears all goddamn day. I've seen brown people hurting, too. I've been playing Grand Theft Auto uh, <laughs> all day. There's people getting shot out there, man. I think I saw 44,000 die there. I can't believe you're joking about this. I can't believe it, dude. This is seriously one of the worst things to maybe happen in the history of the world. And you have I'm not taking it lightly. You obviously are. Not. Not like the discontinued Pepsi. You have no regard for human life. I do too. I think it's terrible that people died. What am I supposed to do? I didn't even hear about it. If I heard about it, I would have been over there. No, you wouldn't have. Well, actually, you know what? Where's Bad Monkey? Get Bad Monkey in here. And Ogre, if you had something to say, come on over too. I'm truly disappointing. There's a lot of rich white people that died in that too because it was a resort area there on, oh, on the coast. Oh, those guys. Yeah. Man, not interested. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, actually, though, it's so funny because you watch the coverage on CNN and Fox, and even though it was like, not to say to minimize anybody's deaths, but they were mainly all the stories were focused on the rich white people. I honestly want to believe in my heart of hearts because those were the people they could get the English stories from. You know what I mean? But it's just awful. Uh, Bad Monkey, I'd like you to do this if you could. Could you do a little research? Um, use that AOL for broadband. Google it about. And um, will you please post on RadioHighDot.com some websites that people can go to to, like, give money and, you know, that kind of stuff? Can you do that? Like RedCross.org? I think it's RedCross Care. 
uh, care.org or careusa.org or something like that. Yeah, I'll check Fox News. They probably have now, a bunch of links to those places. Actually, Fox News, I'm watching, dude, and the whole story's kind of breaking. And these sons of bitches immediately are like, you know, there's a tsunami. At the time, they thought it was like, you know, less than 20,000 people killed. But what about us? What about America? Now, I know that's the natural progression in news. I understand that. I have taken journalism but classes. that might be like, a quick progression. Yeah, it's like, hey, let's focus on them as opposed to the tsunami attacking, uh, you know, the D.C. area or the West Coast and the Pacific. Let's maybe focus on the people who are in trouble first, and then maybe we can get into our self-centered world of the Fox News angle of, but what about us? Now, um, is anybody, is any other country helping right now? Uh, apparently, I mean, Australia's are, I mean, everybody's pretty much said they're in to help. Pitching in Money. small amounts, just like the U.S. Well, the U.S. initially said $400,000, then $4 million. Which, I'm not going to lie to you, is money that I would assume Mark Cuban to give, yeah. not the U.S. government. I would think, you know, in the billions or trillions. And then at least uh, Australia came out and said, hey, we're giving at least $10 million. You know, that's at, le at least. And then I guess, according to Raider Nation, they just bumped it up to $15 million. But, um, I mean, that's, that's really nothing when you consider about the magnitude of people who are displaced, millions displaced from their homes. On top of there's no infrastructure, there's no water, there's, dude, I'm not kidding you. There were bodies in trees, there were bodies laid out on streets. And there was no clue this is going to happen, no warning at all. None. Not even uh, one hour. Not, well, here's the thing, where the tsunami hit, it literally took like about 20 minutes to get to a couple of the places. Wow. And then uh, like in Sri Lanka, uh, it took two hours. But they have no warning system in place in the Indian Ocean for stuff like this. And it, there are people who were sitting there on the beach and just all of a sudden they said they're sitting on the beach and the water disappears and they're like, what the hell's going on? And then the waves just start coming because obviously the water got sucked yep. in and then it came out in the, you know, the 30 foot waves. And people, the stories of people in their hotel rooms who were asleep, they're woken up, and like uh, before they know it, the ceiling's already full with water. Any idea on uh, how far inland it went? Um, I don't know so much about no. that. No, I mean I've been watching all day. Like Anderson Cooper, three sixty, good show, and uh, I, I watched a little bit on that. But I don't know how far inland. I just know that it literally seven countries uh, in the, around the Indian Ocean all just like screwed. Yes, Tommy. I heard something um, on a horrible midday radio show, not on this station actually. Uh, it has to be an urban legend, like the uh, the World Trade Center guy, where they said they were taking a picture and you could see the planes in the background. This one was that a guy saw the wave coming and he grabbed onto a pole and held on and he survived. I don't know. I mean, that you've you've heard those stories, though. But it's going faster than a jet plane. No, but I mean, you see people who the water, like the first waves, already come and then they're on top of buses, on top of buses floating down the streets. And then other waves come and knock them over. It's it's insanity, dude. Over 22,000 people dead at least. And if you go by Drudge's number, over 40,000 human beings dead within the span of, you know, two and a half hours. When you consider the beginning of the earthquake to by the time it got through Sri Lanka. Yes, uh, Ogre. A couple of things. They said the force of the impact of this was the equivalent of over 100 uh, excuse me, excuse me, a million, um, a million atomic bombs that was the, the equivalent to the size that was dropped on Hiroshima, and it also affected the Earth's spinning on the axis. Um, 
No, do not read that. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Um, and actually, they say it wasn't the force of it hitting the um, hitting the actual beaches, but the force of the earthquake at the at the epicenter of the earthquake of the shifting in the plates. The movement like that is like a million uh, bombs, you know, atomic bombs, like we dropped on uh, Hiroshima, which, by the way, is still got off when i can't even believe we did that as a country yes yeah, i just it, sh it shook the planet it was that much of a concussion they said that they could feel it all the way through the earth on the other on the other side like seismology 9.0 there's only been this is like the fourth largest uh in recorded history as far as earthquakes go they say the only thing that could, probably could have made something bigger as far as tsunamis go would be if a meteor like deep impact well that's it's, it's deep impact you're laughing at deep impact i'm not laughing didn't you cry when Taya Leone died and Morgan Freeman? Then I was laughing. You got me there. I'm not laughing now, though. Roy, you're in the hideout on JFK. Sorry, man. First off, CNN said it was a 9.2. I heard 9.0 all day, but that's all right. Cool. All right, but uh, I just think it's crap that the the we sent we're sending 15 million dollars over there to India to help them out before India's even asked for any aid. And they're still calling us stingy for it. We're only giving fifteen million dollars. Because you know it's gonna. First of all, we only offered up four hundred thousand, then four million. I mean, we think about it, dude. Even fifteen million. I mean, you look at the the. And the you would you would expect small countries to offer that. You know, when you look at the size of what happened, fifteen million is going to be a drop in the bucket. We're the we're supposed to be the greatest country in the world. We should be offering up, you know, uh, half a billion. And you but think. Who, uh, but who else is giving anything to these people? Uh, Australia, France, Britain, everybody's hopping 15, in. Fifteen million will only buy them life jackets for the next time. All right, Dubs. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not, that's not a joke. All right. Thank you. Uh, I understand what you're saying, Roy. I mean, we are giving fifteen million, but you got to look at it in the grand scheme of things. All right. People say it could be worse if Belcher went swimming. <laughs> cannonball. <laughs> a Belcher <laughs> cannonball happened. You know... Uh, does, have there been any pictures of the actual wave or anything? Yeah, they got video of it. Really? I haven't seen it. I've been looking for it. I, I haven't they got seen video. Um, and what's crazy is th they don't have any of the videos of the 30-foot waves because they say those were reported in two or three of the spots, probably where it initially happened, like closest uh, to the uh, to the epicenter. But you do see the, the huge waves in Sri Lanka because there was somebody there, a tourist, who had a video camera of just wave, huge wave, then huge wave, then huge, and it just kept coming, man, and just over and over and over. And these people, I mean, it's sad because you see the footage, and these people are holding on for dear life. They're standing on top of these buses, and you think they probably didn't make it because they cut away, and by the time they're cutting away, here comes another wave, you know, just to take them off. I mean, 3,000 people died in 9-11, and it, it, it was awful, just awful. Now you look that it could be 40,000 people. And this is my question to you. Osama's going to pay for this one. Yeah, I'm wondering when we're going to declare a war on tsunamis. Well, uh, you know Al-Qaeda is to blame for this. I'm sure. And They've, they've uh, built some kind of uh, weathering thing, and they've, uh, they've attacked and here's the, what the we're, ocean. And here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to attack the Antarctic Ocean. Yeah. Because there's a tie between the tsunami and the Indian well, Ocean. Well, you know, it's water. It's all water the same particles it's h2o <laughs> there has to be a link uh um, rummy make it work right oh yeah rummy will make it work yeah oh, rove will make it work they'll all make it work 
And if it, even if it doesn't add up, you repeat the lie long enough, you're going to believe it. Let me ask you, though, Dubs, is this just uh, Mother Nature putting us in our place? No. No, I mean, this stuff is bound to happen time and time and time again. This won't be the last one. might be the last tsunami like this that we see. Yeah, it's not going to be the last. Rarely, I mean, it usually happens once in a lifetime, maybe twice. Um, do you think? Um, I have so much I want to talk about. It, you know, as far as this goes, um, I, here's a good question for you. Uh, first of all, why does it take a natural disaster for us to start caring about other people? Well, I think uh, you have to. You can't be helping everybody all the time. You know, um, th those countries over there. I don't think they were in dire need of help before this happened. I think helping at these points is, you know, what you should do. Now, let me That's the thing you have to do. Let me ask you this. What's the over-under uh, on when Americans will be sick of this story? I'm, I, I'll give you three days. Oh, I was going to say 1130. I know, I know people want us to move on in the hideout. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I give it three days before Americans are sick of the story. Just give them more money. Yeah. I actually, I'm a, I, I got a, a birthday check from my mother today at 26 years old. Somehow I feel that's still sad, but I got a, bir uh, not a birthday, a Christmas check. Mm -hmm. Gave me a little cash and I am, I am donating it to, uh, to Care USA. I want you to keep that money and donate your own. Well, it's still a gift. No. Well, you know you what? You can't re-give. Uh, you know what? I'm going to match it. I'm going to match it and I'm going to send both over. How about that? That's fine. Um, now I could, I could. Now be, you, you have to send those over to False Church. <laughs> no. I mean, where I had that party? Oh wait, Sadie Lou needs a new collar. Yeah, maybe I should be a good American and reinvest it in our economy. But yes, I, but I put it in the stock market. But I think I'm going to go ahead and give it buy to, a VCR to the people in need. Take a trip, please. Like it was that much money. She goes, go have dinner with this. I'm like, all right. First of all, We're going it's, to Wendy's. It's a lot of money to have dinner on. I wonder what that means. But, um, you know, I, I, wanted, I had other stuff I wanted to get to on this. Right, real fast. Yeah. It's like we're living in a movie. Do you believe that these are signs of the end times? No. Hold on a second. Let me run this down. I'm okay, not, please. I'm not a religious man, but add these up. Obviously, the tsunami, mm -hmm. natural disaster, all the Florida hurricanes. Just in a row, the way Florida got pounded. People still mm -hmm. displaced in Florida right now living out of mobile homes. The war in the Middle East. Mm -hmm. The locusts, mm -hmm. which attacked Jerusalem. And, of course, we had the cicadas here. And not Sidcada, the cicadas. Mm -hmm. All the plagues engulfing the earth. Yeah. West Nile virus, SARS, flu. Hold on, I got more. A flu? That's a plague? There was a shortage of the vaccine. <laughs> Entertainment. A stretch. Who's your daddy? Like, that's not a sign of the end times there enough within itself. And um, this overbearing security at some point taking the quote-unquote mark of the beast. All of the, these things that you mentioned have uh, happened before. Everybody in their lifetime has thought that, it, oh, this is the end times. These are going to be the last days of the world. Guess what? We aren't that important. When we die, everything's going to keep on going on. Right. And there's been uh, there's been earthquakes, there's been tsunamis, there's been locusts, there's been flus, there's been things like SARS forever. 
And there's going to keep on being all these things. And you know, you what? can't stop it, and you are, it's not going to be the end of the world. And you're, you know, I think you're right because it was the same when Vietnam was going on, when uh, Nixon got reelected. Everybody thought, like, these are end times. Yep, it's the '60s. Uh, the world's going to end soon. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we went through the '70s, '80s, and '90s, and now here we are, and kind of again. The problem is that damn Bible. You can tie anything into it. You can look at that book, and you can read it, and you can interpret it. Any way you want. The uh, the Re- Book of Revelation, my favorite book. The only one I read when I go to church and ignore the sermon. And uh, also that damn Nostradamus. He, I'm sure there's going to be a quatrain that would have told us about this as well. If only we had known. If only we had paid closer attention to the quatrain, maybe we, uh, maybe people would still be alive. Moak, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, people call me crazy, but I see this is the end, the end times. Because you're a... Uh... Why? Go ahead. The stars are right. The ancient sonic gods of chaos are awaiting deep in the ocean. This is just uh, phase one of their master plan. They need they need mass death to gather more power. <laughs> Can you keep a secret? Absolutely. <laughs> Beat it. That's the secret. Beat it. All right, man. Well, here's the other thing, then, J Dubs. If it is, if it is something that goes in cycles. All right, go ahead and keep it turned up for a second. You've been gone. You missed your songs. Can you keep a secret? That son of a bitch in his breathing. Have we learned anything from the past? No. And that's the point. We've gone through all this stuff before. We went through Vietnam already. Why are we going through it again in Iraq? Because it's not the same war. Attack the Arctic Ocean. Not the Indian Ocean where the tsunami happened. Attack the brown ocean. Yeah, the brown one. Indian. Native American. Oh, wait. All right, man. Let's take a break. I just wanted to get that out there, first of all, to prove to you we're live. Yep. Uh, we're talking about something that happened today. I'm glad I told talked about it. Otherwise, Dubs would have gone through the rest of the week not knowing that nearly, I guess now, 40,000 people have died uh, on the other side of the world. It's sad. I, now I just want to cry. Take The song? <laughs> All right, it's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. You're listening to the Hideout Weekend Mixtape. Mixtape. The best of the past week and the old Saturday night shows on 106.7 WJFK. Will, you're in the Hideout. I heard you guys uh, talking about movies that are coming out soon, um, and White Noise is one of them, but they're also making a movie called Spanish Stench. Spanish Stench? Are you making a joke? Yeah, Is it coming through your radio right now? I was trying to, yeah. <laughs> All right. Wow. What about Summer Catch 2? Uh, that coming out? That, I'm hoping. In fact, I was so excited. To arriba, arriba, andale, andale. Why? How do you have that ready to go? <laughs> you don't even have the instant replay I do. You son of a bitch. And that would have been funny. And so I saw She's All That was on uh, um, USA. And I'm telling you, that's an epic movie, She's All That. That Freddie Prince Jr. is a genius. What? How dare you? How do you have that? Is that just always in the CD player? I want to thank you for uh, allowing Tommy to be in the studio with me and help me out. <laughs> God damn you. With them, this would not be possible. <laughs> well, since we're talking about racists, yeah. tell me about Fowlerville and your trip yes, home. Yes, I went back home to Fowlerville, Michigan uh, this past weekend for about a four-day retreat in the uh, sunny, hot area of Michigan. <laughs> I was there, and it literally was about two degrees, 
and that's not with wind chill. Wind chill brought it down to the negatives. So I was, I mean, seriously, I've, I've totally forgot about how cold it really does get there. I would uh, get out of the car and walk about 20 feet to the front door. And by the time I got into wherever I was going, I had to cover up with something and warm up. I mean, I've never been that cold for what would literally be about 10 seconds in the cold. I remember when, uh, living in Michigan and um, walking from my townhouse mm-hmm. out to the parking lot where my car was parked in the mornings when I was doing mornings back then. And literally taking three steps and having the nostril hairs freeze. I mean, just literally freezing where it was like a Triscuits in your nose. Mm. Just, uh, uh, but yeah, that cold is this just so stupid. I can't believe it. So you're, you're home. You forget how awful everything is. And that was the first thing just to really make me think, okay, I do not ever want to be here again right and then i got back and hung out with my family for a little bit (laughs) which they are the most retarded people in the world you think you listen to me and i sound like an idiot you have to hear these people talk i was raised by idiots yeah i mean i think i'm doing quite well right who i was raised by you go i think i'm on i'm on the follow retard curve (laughs) you go home and then here comes a highfalutin j-dubs that city boy j-dubs seriously that's what it feels like and i'd go home and uh I my grandpa's been in the hospital, so I went there every day. Spent about an hour and a half, two hours with him. That's awesome, man. How's he doing? He's doing better. They let him out to go home for the weekend, for Christmas weekend. But he's supposed to go to like a home to get uh, some uh, some just just because he had a stroke. Yeah, some the... training, some get some uh, muscles back therapy. in him. Yeah, therapy. Okay, cool. And, well, that's and... good. Well, very good for you. First of all, for going and hanging out with him. I mean that that that's not it wasn't an obligation. It was just something that I wanted to do. And I didn't feel obligated to do it. But, you know, I was spending a lot of time with my family, more time than I usually want to. Right. And they were still not satisfied. Every time I would go out with my friends, when are you going to be back? Are you going to church with me tonight? Blah, 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 blah. I I can't handle them. I'm, Tommy, I want you to isolate this and keep it for next year. Because if I say I'm going home for Christmas, I want Tommy to put on a pair of stiletto heels and kick me in the about three times isolate it hold it keep it do whatever you have to do with it i want you to replay it next year i thought we were going to do that at the new year's <laughs> eve party with porno dan damn so what is it about now here's the thing i may we talked about this on the christmas eve show uh, just how much i hated going around family because it was a lot of uh wow you look like you're losing your hair wow you've put on a little weight you know it wasn't anything like that they weren't were you just embarrassed by them? No, they they weren't downtrodden me. It's just a whole lot of talk about nothing. I'm bored. I don't want to be there. They know I don't want to be there, but they still keep me around. You know, it's it's a very odd situation. Now, and on Christmas Eve, they had the whole family over. I hung out with, for, with the whole family for about two hours. These people wouldn't leave. I'm I'm just waiting for someone to start leaving. So I can feel like I'm able to go. So what I had to do so I didn't feel like an a-hole was to go around and I just told about two or three people, hey, I'm taking off. Uh, have a Merry Christmas. Right. And I, I tried to sneak out. I put the shoes on. I'm putting the shoes on. I hear someone in the background saying, did Justin leave? Is he already gone? Blah, blah, blah. So I'm just lacing up my shoes quicker, just trying to get out of there so I don't have to talk to everybody because it, that's the talk in there now if I left. Right. And I hadn't left yet. So I get out, I just run out into the car and sit down. 
Right. And uh, I had to get out of there. So that's the last time I saw my fam- uh, most of my family. Right. Now, um, I-, I wonder what it is specifically about, because I think everybody goes through this, or maybe not. Because you moved away from home. Yeah. I've obviously moved away from home. The greatest thing I've ever done in my life. And no, I tell people this all the time when they're like, like, uh, Shafee, who refuses to leave Detroit. You don't realize how bad your hometown sucks till you get out of there. And, and then you leave and you realize how great a place DC is. I mean, I, I would have never left Texas, you know, but I ended up leaving Texas because my wife at the time went to Michigan where I met mm-hmm. you and then I end up here in DC and things are going great. So, but you just you you go home, like example. I um I have a couple things slated where I'm gonna go. I was gonna go home for a whole week to visit my family. All right, my mom and my pa. And I decided, you know, why am I gonna do that? I think I'll go home for three or four days, because dubs and see if this is the same. You're there. You say hello. You hug people. You give the pleasantries. Yeah. But once you're done with that initial two or three hours of catching up with everything. There's no There's nothing point. more to be done. Nothing. No, there's not. And all you can do, and uh, the bad thing is they're happy with this, is just sitting around their house watching TV. And it's not quality time anymore. There's nothing, you know, good about it. Why can't I go hang out with my friends who know more about me, who I can hang out with and talk to for three or four days, you know, and still be entertained? Why can't I go do that? I've already done my stuff with you guys now let me ask you this what does your mom talk to you about what does she ask you about does she ask you does she ask you about work does she ask you about your relationship no does she about the lions what does she ask you about you know it's mostly bitching about her life that's most of the stuff i go through is you know your sister isn't paying rent over at the house blah 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 you know just all the stuff and i'm i'm trying to just give advice and I feel bad for her because it's almost like I am, you know, someone, just someone she can vent to. Right. And I don't mind that, but you don't want to, you don't want to stick around on your holiday to be bitched at. You know, you know, I don't mind that either. But if I want to go, I'll be back. You know, you can talk to me then, but let me go do my thing. Don't be so goddamn pushy. What about your sister or uh, your little brother? What about them? What do they do? My little brother was pretty cool about everything, you know, like, uh, my grandma would make a bed for me to come, if I came back and everything. And my little brother, just, he's not drinking. He ain't coming back, you know? <laughs> at least he's realistic. Yeah. And your sister? My sister, I think, was pissed at me by the end because she didn't say bye. Because I, I I kept on leaving, you know? Oh, Hefe, I want to stroke your bald head. That's your sister? Yeah. Did you ask her about that? No. How's she looking? Fat. <laughs> Every time I hear that drop, I start instinctively reaching for the dump button. Really? Yeah. Just... Oh, Hefe, I want to stroke your bald head. <laughs> Are you? Did you dump that? No, I was just <laughs> reaching for the dump button. Um, what? Now, last time, last Christmas, you went home. There was a lot of cat crap everywhere, and the place was dirty. Well, I didn't go over to my old house where I grew up. Oh. I, uh, my mom has a new house, and that's where I hung out all the time. Okay, fair w- enough. Which is, it, it's a very nice house. Right. But you know. So never again going home for Christmas. Nope. I'm telling you, this is why I'm a big believer of. Uh, I hate the holidays. There's no reason to to celebrate the holidays. It's stupid. It's pointless. If you want to visit family, visit them on a weekend in March. Make it a random weekend. That because I guarantee you, Dubs, if you I think if you had gone home uh, any other weekend and just said, "Hey, I'm here. I'm hanging out, giving hugs." Nope. Because I went home that weekend in the fall 
I did that, and they were still pissed at me. You know, that's why I made a very tough effort to do some hanging out. Let's call them. You want to call no, them? I can't. Well, it's too late for one thing. Right. We'll, we'll set up a time with them. I'll, I'll talk to my mom. You know. I'd love for you to tell her on the air, Mom, you're making my trips home miserable. Do you realize that now you made me and not want to go actually, home? Actually, I've, I've told her that. What does she say to that? She's like, I just want you to spend time with your family. Is that too bad? Is that too hard? Is that blah, 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 blah. What is it about mothers? Uh, what is it about mothers? The funny thing is she wasn't even really a mother. <laughs> you know? she. I never talked to her before. So you never had that relationship growing up. No, now she, she was like an aunt that you kind of knew was around, you know? Right. You just wonder sometimes, is she dead yet? Mm-hmm. You know, what's going on with her? I heard she just got divorced. Another one. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Uh, <laughs> Yo, Mega, right. Yo, Mega, yeah, thanks. Uh, Yo, Mega says this is the gayest story ever. Thank you. I feel, I'm trying not to. Uh, what am, how am I supposed to butch it up? Belcher? How should he butch this up? I'm in the same boat as him, so I don't know any way to. Belcher is the host of Who's Weekend Was It? You, Maybe you, everybody. You hate going home, too? I'm uh, telling you, this is this is a universal problem. It's not that I hate going home. It's just when we get to talk about memories and things like that, that's when I really want to drink. Or eat a cake? Yeah. Either or. But let me just. Whichever yeah. passes my hands first. But I'm in the same boat as uh, Doves when it comes to relationships with my mom. My mom really wasn't around. so. See, my mom's around too much. She calls me all the time. I have this problem with my pops. My mom is around too much now. She wasn't around enough back when I was a kid, but she's around too much now. You know, It's like she's trying to compensate for it, but I've gone through life long enough one way. I don't want to go another way. I, I'm happy. You like the relationship you, you had of, hey, uh, just ignore me. Yeah. I can come well, and go as I please. Exactly. And I always enjoyed that. And now it's it's becoming a pain in the ass. Now I know what the kids with curfews, you know, went through. And I'm, you know, 24. I don't need a curfew when I'm home. That's always odd when they when they try to mother you whenever you're staying at the place. You're like, I'm gonna take the car. Uh, I'm gonna hit a bar, and uh, I'll be home uh, maybe. I'm, no, I might be home tonight. You know, keep the door open. But if I'm not, you know, I'll be home in the morning. Right. And I even I went this far, which I've never done. Called my mom and said, hey, I'm not going to be home tonight. You even... Now, this is big for you because yeah. I know you and you don't do stuff. No, but I, I I know because of how pissed she was last time. I was like, all right, I'm going I'm to do this. And that will never happen again because I had to go through it on the phone with her while I'm at the bar. Just say, okay, thanks for calling and telling me. Right, right. See, I, did you yell at her and say, what are you doing? Why are you giving me a guilt trip? No, I'm like, I'm, I just said F you, you know, basically. I'm hanging out with my friends. I haven't seen them in years. One, I haven't seen them in seven years. Right. Yeah? Family. Awful. Absolutely awful. That's why I refuse to bring a child into this world. It's not going to happen. It's ridiculous. Um, Peter, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hello? Yeah. Hey, what's going on, guys? I just want to say, I feel the same way J-Dubs does. I'm 20, I'm a sophomore in our college, and I come home, I come home for like a couple weeks, and all my family wants to do is see me, and it's horrible. And, but yeah, you but know, it's, it's not... And I haven't even been gone that long. Yeah, it's not that, they, that it's horrible that they want to see you, it's the overseeing, you know? The, exactly, the fact they that, sit there, they want me to read a book with them. <laughs> well, they actually mom, said stay home and read a book with me. My parents, uh, my mom especially, she's like, hey, let's uh, let's play Scrabble. 
And I'm yeah, wondering, you know I, I like doing that, actually. I, I will play a board game because that's at least something to do. Instead of just sitting there staring at each other yeah. on the television. And smoking in the basement. Hey, I did that a couple days ago. <laughs> my mom's like, hey, do you want to go have a cigarette in the basement? Uh, of course I, I do. talking about all that. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, uh, Peter, where, uh, where do you go to school? Do you go away to go to school? Yeah, I go to school in Philadelphia. All right, see, and that's nice. That's that's even worse because when you go away to school and then you have to come home, especially when you're not even of age yet, like Peter, who's twenty. So he's yeah. he's been away. He's, yeah, he's able got, to drink a little alcohol when he's gone. He's had a taste of the uh, grown up life. You come home and you're a junior in high school again. <laughs> exactly, but except there's not the limitations. They just make me feel bad for going out and not spending time with them. Right. All right, man. Take, Th- yeah, thanks. Take Peter. it easy. All right, bro. Let her up. Meanwhile, you're trying to hook up with an ex or something, try to get a little ass, but then you realize I need the parents to go out and go shopping or something so I can bang this skank in my bathroom. Hmm. Oh. Hmm? Never mind. Mm-hmm. I don't know where you're going with that. Uh, vampire, you're in the hideout on JFK. I'm sorry, that's my own thing, sorry. Uh, what's up, Vampire? You don't have any idea how much you hate humanity until you get around family, especially on the holidays. <laughs> yeah, I, and I'm not doing it again. I refuse. I am not doing it I, ever I, again. I, I tell you what, bro, it gets no easier. I'm 32, and I spent about half a Christmas day wanting to throw my grandmother through a wall. Do it. Absolutely Next time I'm riding you to insane. pick her up, throw her old, deteriorated ass out of the wall. I'm afraid if I hit her, she'll burst into dust. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Thanks, bro. 5,000, man. 5,000, bro. I'm talking to Lefty, and he goes, dude, it was awful. He goes, Christmas Day was awful. I go, why? What happened? 11 hours at my chick's place. I'm like, what? What'd you do? He's like, well, we ate, and then we went to go see a movie, which was fine. But then we came back, and it was just like, when are we leaving? When are we leaving? I'm telling you, that's why I had the greatest 25th of December. I worked out. I I watched a little basketball. I played some Madden. You know why it was great? It was business as usual. Exactly. And that's what I've been preaching. Holidays should be business as usual, man. It's, It's this forced family time that screws everything up. And another thing about Michigan that pissed me off, it forced me the actual state forced me not to hang out with a couple of my friends. Shafee and Lefty, both of them I couldn't go see because of uh, the elements that were involved with snow. I didn't even ask about that. Yeah. Wow. I called both of them. Me and uh, Lefty actually set up a lunch to go uh, you know, pick something up, talk, and the snowstorm in the morning was too bad. We couldn't go meet up. God, I hated Michigan. Actually, you know what? I think I'm going there for the Super Bowl. Um, Next year's? This year's. Oh. Yeah, well, not. But I, I think I got it worked out where I'm going to go to. Uh, I'll talk about that later. But um, I think I'll be gone a couple of weekends in February. And one of my friends uh, got engaged on uh, Christmas Eve. And I want to, you know, I want to try to go back for the wedding. If I do, I'm not telling my family that I'm back. No, hell no. You sneak in. See, that's my thing, too. I f- rarely get back to Texas. My family's in Houston, and I want to go to Dallas. I mean, that's where my boys are. Uh, it's where the Mavericks are. You know, that's where everything's happening is in Dallas. Oh, I thought you were talking about your friends. Please. And then, um, but it, if I end up going back to Texas, they... So you just want to go back to hang out where the Mavericks are? I'd love to go see a Maverick game and hang out with my buddies, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, when you see your boys, you said the Mavericks. You know, my boys, Dirk. Oh. Dirk and uh, Josh Howard. Matt Albert, you're in the hideout on JFK. Oop. Chris Dampier, right? <laughs> Eric Dampier, you Whatever, ass. I don't care. Hey, <laughs> Red, Redskins, what? 
Well, shut up. <laughs> who, who the hell is Creighton? Uh, I have no idea who he is. He's he the guy, beat you guys. He's the guy who beat the Redskins. Yeah, okay. Uh, just another no-name who did it. <laughs> What's up? Uh... I don't understand all this. Someone not about... named Gibbs who beat the Redskins. Go ahead. Shut up. I don't understand. <laughs> well, I think someone named Gibbs did beat the Redskins. Oh, yeah. Um, go ahead. We'll save this Daniel for 10 Snyder minutes. Daniel Snyder beat the Redskins. All right. I love him. Go ahead. I don't understand all this talk about hating family. Family. I love being around my family. Uh, do, you, do you truly love being around family? He yeah, must. Just... He's, he won't move out. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm nice to him, they won't force me to get a job. Oh, you know what? The... Now, let me ask you this. Is it a is it a black thing where um, maybe black people enjoy being around their family a little oh, I, bit more? I, I thought you were going to talk about the lotto again, you racist. And what? No, is this true though? Yeah, I think it's all minorities. Like Italians, they love family. Mexicans love family. You know, my Me- you know what it is. My Mexican family's too American. I believe that. We'll move back. <laughs> all right. You know what? All right, beat it. You son of a bitch. Move back. He's got a good point. Um, I'm not. I'm not reading what? that, Tommy. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Read it now. In reference to Matt Albert, he goes. Uh, he likes the family because they make him look thin. <laughs> and how do you know? You've never seen his family. <laughs> you're just guessing. <laughs> um, Will, you're in the hideout of JFK. Is that his entire family standing next to him that makes him look thin? <laughs> I guess I don't know. I, I can't deal with you guys crying uh, about having to go home and, uh, and how awful it is with your families. I uh, broke up with my my girl. We're living together, so I had to move back into my parents' house. Uh. I'm 28 years old. I'm getting the hassles that I got when I was 17, and it is just making me go insane. So like every day is Christmas for uh. me. <laughs> All right, you know what? Uh, you're right. Maybe we shouldn't bitch anymore. Do you have any prizes for him? No. I don't even know what the people who won are going to get and whose weekend was it. Mm-hmm. Belcher, you have these same issues with family. What did you do on uh, on the 25th of December? Uh, I was on my way back from Sri Lanka. Okay, great. <laughs> or as he calls it, Cannibal Run. <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll come back. More to talk about. And also, you too, Dubs. You got pictures, man. I yeah, take, so I... We're going we're gonna to go through these pictures. You're going to take a look at pictures of me as a younger man. And... Uh, Everybody else will be able to look at these pictures on RadioHideout.com. You're going to let us yes. put them up? Yes. There's going to be a um, Dubs photo family album on RadioHideout.com? The only thing is, there's a few people in here that uh, I don't know if they want their picture up, so we'll that's have to why black we block- out the eyes. But we can leave the eyes in for me. I say we black them out anyway. Okay, that's fine. I, I, that's the bit on RadioHideout.com. <laughs> All right, this is going to be fun. We'll take a quick break, come back. It's the Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. It's the Hideout Weekend Mixtape. The best of the past week and the old Saturday night shows. 106.7 WJFK. We've given the uh, interns their final assignment, which is to book a guest for us to interview on the Hideout. And Corolla has his guest today. And he wrote me up a, a big, long sheet about the guy. The guy's name is uh, Mr. Gnome Maker. His web address is www.bifrost.com.au slash hosting slash gnomes. And gnomes, by the way, has a G. Yeah. Um, the, the, like the garden gnomes. Also, what he did for me on this list, he wrote me up questions to ask Mr. Gnome Maker. So what we're going to do, we're going to interview the guy, and I'll be Corolla. These are the uh, the professional questions that Corolla has written up 
for this interview. So uh, let's see how it goes. All right, here we go. Uh, Mr. Gnomemaker, you're in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. And Carol, I wouldn't mind if you came in here while we were doing this. How are you doing tonight or today? Because you're in Australia, right? That's right. Yes, we're in Australia. Nice. Um, how, uh, how are things going at uh, your website, Mr. Gnomemaker? Um, we're uh, trying, as always, to find new names to um, impale in various different ways as suggested by our fans, and uh, we're we're just looking for um, some, some more implements to put in a few names that are waiting at the moment, yeah. All right, Corolla question number one. What made you decide to make a website about killing garden gnomes? <laughs> um, a, a few things. Uh, an ex-wife's uh, passionate love for garden gnomes was one of the factors. And uh, we had a garden gnome and we had a, an arrow from, you know, an archery arrow uh, lying around and we saw the two together and just thought how good it would look to put the arrow nice. in the gnome. Um, we just went from there. Corolla question number two. These are all written by our intern, Alex Corolla. Why do you hate gnomes? Has there been some weird sexual abuse involving a gnome from your childhood? <laughs> these are all no, questions written any, by Alex any, Corolla. Any, yes. Of course, yes, yeah. Uh, no, there hasn't been any weird sexual abuse. It's just a general uh, hate for for tacky garden ornaments of just about all kinds, and gnomes seem to be the tackiest. All right, Corolla, question number three. Ornament. Do you actually steal the gnomes from people's houses like old ladies? No, certainly not. That's one thing we don't do. We actually hunt them down in stores instead. Oh, nice, nice. Corolla, question number four. You have some disturbing pictures of gnomes with hatches in their head. Do you think there's any psychological issues you have? Um, oh, probably, yes. Okay. Probably. Corolla yeah. question number five. Do people actually believe that these gnomes are alive? I get some strange email from people who are telling me how disgusting I am killing these lovely fairy-like creatures in their garden. Beautiful. Corolla question number six. What's the strangest request you've ever uh, been given to kill a garden gnome? Um, we do get some weird ones. Uh People have talked about roasting them over an open fire, like in a marshmallow spit, um, a lady's shoe in the head, those sorts of things. And we're working on them all. That's fascinating. Crawler question number seven. Have, have these gnomes escaped uh, before for you, before you could kill them? No, no. Uh, we have some that are on death row waiting, and uh, so far we've never had a single gnome escape. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. We're talking to Mr. Gnome Maker, the guest booked by our intern, Alex Carolla. The website is actually very interesting. It is www.bifrost.com.au slash hosting slash gnomes. It's a great website. Final Carolla question. What, happen, uh, what happens if you take a hit on, on the wrong gnome? Oh, no. Uh, we, we don't discriminate against any gnomes. They're all fair game. All right, now we actually do have a question from a caller. Uh, you are uh, talking to the Gnome Maker, Mr. Gnome Maker on the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Hey, Gums, we're Gnome Guy, Bill Milliken, Baptist PI. A question for you, if I may, Gnome Sir. Hypothetically, I wanted to have a big blow-up gnome and have relationships with it while I hold a gun to its head. Would that be interesting to you and your website? Um, you can go ahead and do that as much as you like, but I'm not sure we want pictures. Would you be involved in a three-way? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I can't say that would be all that interesting to me, no. I, got, I just got another uh, gay Corolla gnome question. Um, I believe this is no gnome question number nine, yes, Corolla uh, gnome question. Do, do any gnomes have any man breasts? <laughs> 
Um, I, I think there may be one or two on the shelf, actually, that do have some man breasts. Yeah, nice. And there is a female gnome awaiting. There's just, they are a little saggy. Well, I want to thank you for joining us in the hideout. Mr. Gnome Maker. Mr. Gnome Maker. www.bifrost.com. Dot au slash hosting slash gnomes. People can just search on garden gnomes in their favorite search engine. It'll be at the top somewhere. Hey, Google it on the AOL for broadband. Thank you, sir. <laughs> All right, awful. <laughs> what were those questions? Sexual abuse questions? What are we, shock jocks? What is that? Just wanted to go for a different angle. About sexual abuse and gnomes. And what is a gnome? That would have been a good place to start. You don't know where a garden gnome is? It's one of those uh, like little um, uh, elf-looking things with the big beards, big white beards that everybody has in their gardens. What the hell's the point behind it? Why would you, Corolla, let me ask you this. Why would you look at this and then think, hey, this would be great for the show? A guy who- Smashmyphones.com? Uh, oh, that actually worked out perfectly because we smashed a PS2. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It did work out, didn't it? How about this? Where'd you find this a-hole at? <laughs> I was just doing a random search. That, that should have been the uh, Corolla question. Where can someone find an a-hole like you at? <laughs> I, I, I wonder, you're, you're finding guests for the show, and so you're hitting a Google, and you're thinking, I know, uh, gnomes. It's strange, man. Who kills gnomes? Who goes around killing gnomes? <laughs> what other ideas did you have for guests? Uh, a weird cast fetish site where this guy has 2,000 pictures of chicks with leg casts, and they're all smiling and posing. Some of them have bikinis on. All right, so that w- that would have been perfect for the show. I couldn't reach him. Oh, yeah. You couldn't book that juggernaut of a guest? I also found a lap dance chess club where uh, you can play chess and get lap dances, but they didn't respond to uh, my calls or emails. All right, just because you don't, you don't just book any ass wipe. Gnome maker. Mr. Gnome maker. It's crazy. Who kills gnomes? How many times have you... It's stupid. It's not around? crazy. It's stupid. You would have said that with the lap dance strip club, too. No. no. Why? Get the, get my, the shot caller. No. My name is Phil just, dot com just called, and he said that was the worst interview ever. <laughs> Where would you find a freak like that? Phil was at least interesting. Phil's at least funny. How about this? Final stunt for Corolla. You ready? Come on. You guys set me up. That guy was golden. No, he wasn't. He's a nut. Mr. No Maker. He was serious. How could you take that guy seriously? He thought you it... did for some reason. No, we I did. didn't. It was joking. It's a joke. Who takes killing gnomes seriously? When's the last time you've seen a garden gnome and said, oh, I'd love to put a hatchet in its head and make blood come out of I it? I wish you were a garden gnome. How about I'd we do this? Over to Mr. Gnome Maker and he'll rape you. Hey. Damn. Come on. <laughs> I'm angry at him now. Why? How about we do this? How about we, uh, we get he a wants fa- me to shock jock. That's what I'm doing. I'm shock jocking. Speaking I'm of shock. shock collar in him. When are you getting that shock collar? No, I'm not. I'm not putting that on. All right. I'll give you a choice. Here's your choice. Final stunt. What? Why are you getting all nervous? I hate that shock collar. Get away from me. <laughs> Stay what? away. Why are you getting all nervous? Because I know he's got it hidden. Stop. How about we do I'll this? I'll call him up and let's go. How about we do this? Either you wear the shot collar or you grab me my baseball bat and I get one free shot to the stomach. What the hell? Oh, I have a better one. No. Okay. We blow up the blow up doll. 
and you have to perform acts on it. No, that's disgusting. I'm not performing acts on a blow-up dog. Why not? Because. It's that or the shot collar. No. Which or one do you prefer? The bat. To the stomach? Yes. No, no. I, That's painful. Let's take the let's take that one away. No. All right. Dubs has removed that from no, the options. Not what what are the, what out of the other two, what would you rather do? I'm not performing acts. What out of the other two, what would you rather Neither. do? Neither. You guys booted me off yesterday anyways. Pick. Hey, how about this? Sid Kata's here, right? Yeah. Um what about the Rikishi face plant? Ooh. Oh. What's that? That's what you're doing then. What is it? Sid, get in here. Oh. You have your choice. You could you could decide now, you dumb bastard. No, no, no. <laughs> you should have gone the shot collar. The I just hope he showered before he came. Who? I was just finishing my Chipotle burrito. I'm sorry. No way, that's nasty. That's disgusting. Why didn't work Captain Tulu go? I, I thought he was gonna call it. I already had to kiss his ass once. So here's the thing. No, I don't want to go anywhere near that thing again. <laughs> Smile. Again. It's nasty, and so, it stank in the room for 20 minutes after he left. Shot collar, Mandal, Rikishi, Sidkata, faceplant. Baseball bat's not an option. Baseball bat. Let me just give you a picture of what we're talking about. <laughs> oh, no. Sidkata is now going to uh, show him the... <laughs> ah! Oh, no, no, no. Which one? I don't want to do either. It's going to happen. You're, you're going really to get the ma mandal, the milk dud, <laughs> or the shot collar. What do I have to do to the mandal? <laughs> no. That's disgusting. <laughs> I already ate chicken off that thing, and it scares me. That doll is freaky looking, man. It's got this crazy look in its eye. It does. What are you All doing? Get your right. ass away from Sid's me. has got a crazy look in his brown eye. It just feels good to air it out for a while. That's <laughs> all. And it smells like fried food now. Here's what, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk to Porno Dan. And if you, I'll tell you this. If you do not decide which one of the three that you were doing. good. That guest was good. You know it. It's terrible. I really thought it was an awful guest. I mean, who cares about gnomes? Exactly. Who gives a damn about gnomes? <laughs> so, if you don't decide, it's up to Sid. No. He's sick. Oh, and it's your last night, too. I thought yesterday was. Last stunt. No, you had to come back because you had this guest. You begged to come back because you booked You a made guest. me. You said book a guest and I'm going to hit you. Taking a quick break. Still going to hit you. Rikishi face plant next. What a dumb no may hole you got us. Joining us in studio, uh, Mr. Porno Dan from PornoDan.com. Welcome back to the hideout, brother. Always a pleasure to be here. My favorite show of shows. But first, punishment for Corolla. I I have a new idea for Corolla. All right, now here are the three that have been proposed. I want to see if Corolla is capable of walking back and forth across the crosswalk, no stops all night. I wanted to jog with a blow up doll tied to him. Now here's what I'm thinking, Dubs. What do we? What if we do this? What if we blow up the man doll and we tape it to his back? Yeah, like we tape it to him, and he's he's got to like go getting mounted the whole time. The whole time. And how about this? I give him the cell phone. And he's got to go, and he's got to walk into Denny's and walk around Denny's and interview people, just as if he's completely normal. Completely normal. What do you think about that? You could do that. You could do the Sidkata Rikishi stink face. You could do... Oh, well, you don't want to do that one. Oh, no. It still that's stinks that, in here. That's You don't want to do that, but... You could do the uh, shock collar, or you could end up doing uh, something else with the Mandal. What have you decided, Corolla, is your punishment for Mr. Gnome Maker as uh, the final interview for the hideout for 2004? I guess I'm going to Denny's. 
I guess you're you're going to go to Days of the Blob Dog. Good yeah, choice. You know what? We don't have time. You're going to do the shot caller. Ah! Ah! We'll save Denny's for the next time you have a Shot caller's sick, man. All right, now you are deathly afraid of shock, uh, of like electricity and stuff, are you not? Yes. What happened? Refresh our memory real fast. Uh, well, when I was a kid, needless to say, I got electrocuted pretty badly, and it worked about five <laughs> years ago. I was cleaning out the ice cream bin, and it was a loose wire, and I got jolted. And my shaking. head hurt, and my arms weren't like working right, and my chest hurt very, very badly. Uh, Bateman, is everything ready to go with the shot collar? It's being temperamental right now. Do we want to try it with Jub Dubs real fast? Because Dubs loves that thing. Yeah, I, I he loves the great. abuse. All right, let's see if we can try it on J-Dubs first. <sighs> now, let me ask you, how did you get shocked at an ice cream parlor? Uh, there was an ice cream parlor. It was my old restaurant. They have an ice cream bin. Uh-huh. I guess it's really kind of old-fashioned. And uh, I was cleaning it out uh, with a wet rag. And I guess the wire that they used to keep it, like, cool was loose. And you didn't see it? No, I didn't see it, so I was just cleaning it off. Observant. And then... Did you see the light or anything? Like, you were almost close to death? It's, it's not really. I mean, it's you feel like you don't realize it until you're done, and all of a sudden, it's like this weight just comes on you. You know what I mean? That's the best part is you don't realize it until it's done, and then you're just in pain. You know what I mean? Have you ever stuck your finger like an electric socket for the fun of it? No, not really for the fun of it. But, you know, I did the whole scissors in the socket as a kid. Is that, was, that, was that how you it's got It's working now. It is? Yeah. All right, put it on your neck, Corolla. Come on, shaking. man. He is literally shaking I right told now. you he was. He is absolutely terrified. This is no joke. This kid. He, uh, and, and, and look at the sadistic. I want to Denny's. Look at sadistic little Tommy. That look of happiness go to joy Denny's. he has go right to now. No, you're not going to Denny's. But we're going to send you out for food? Tom no. He's absolutely ecstatic. He's going to put this on Corolla's neck. It's a hideout 106.7 WJFK porno dance sitting in with uh, myself and Dove. Ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> He's He's about to Hulk out. In prison? Just put it on, man. You're not, don't fight. He's freaking out. I told you. She's gonna get it off. Come on. Here, give me the controller so you can have some. Uh, you want me to hold him for you, Tommy? Put it on my arm, please. I'm begging of you. No, neck. No, come on. Throw. Don't be a pansy. Throat. Ah, ah, he's gonna hit the button. He's gonna hit the button. You gotta put it on first. Come on, don't be a baby. Come on, just Dude, put it on. It's a Rikishi thing. No. You're all right. Whoa. All right. That's it. That's it. Sid, get in here. Get in, Skater. You're, You're really that scared of it. Yes. You're going. Why? Look, I'll do it. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> You're going with the cicada. I'll do it. It doesn't hurt. All right, Porno Dan, hold on a second. I want you to look. Oh, my God. You're insane, dude. I want you to look at Sid's ass one more time. And then look at the shot collar and truly decide. Oh God! If you want the if you want the stink face. Oh God! Or if you want the shot collar. I love Sid. The electricity, man, it's wigging me out. I'm gonna pass out, dude. But look at Sid. You oh. guys are yeah. sadistic, man. You're sick in the head. <laughs> I told you that damn shot collar. You keep bringing it back. It's not funny. I hate that damn thing. <laughs> Why? I'll put it on. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> All right, Porno Dan, put it on Porno Dan I'll real fast. Dude, I don't care. Yeah, it hurt that bad. No, put it on real fast, Porno Dan. Fine. All right, which, uh, Here, look, which button do look, I have? If I do it, will you do it? Okay. All right, put it on Here. Porno Dan Here. real fast and see how it, how it feels. Ready? All right, yeah. That's it? Yeah. That's it. That's it. It was yeah. nothing. Look at that. Porno Dan, was, that was it. That was it. You guys want me to put it on, don't you? Dude, that yes. was nothing. That Fine. Was, that was nothing. Put it on. That was absolutely nothing. You ready? Let me make sure it's working. I put it on again. Make sure it's working. 
It's not working. Oh, it's great. Put it on. Put it on. I <laughs> put it on. You're gonna have to kick. You're gonna have to take a shock. Either way, dude. It's up to you. Porno Dan, you seem disappointed. Yeah, it's not working now. Yeah, you know, I, I just he, he lets me down every time I come in here. All right, you know what? You have no option then. It's time for the right, cicada again. stink. Every face. time I come in here, the kid lets me down. I don't know what's wrong with him. Does it need to be closer? I just want to touch it first. Yeah, just give a quick marshmallow. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> a quick uh, marshmallow touch. Now, Sid, you always tell me you either want to be a pastor or a politician, but every time you come into this goddamn radio show, you're ready to drop drawer. I love doing it. All right, let's just do this thing. I think Let's Sid and I first. might have had something figured out. My little buddy here says if I put him dressed as a Nazi, that he would be in one of my movies. Hey, put, is put, this is this true? Yeah, if I do blackface and no, also not. No, 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 no. I'm not interested. No, you know. No, don't dump it. Why are you being a dick? Cause I'm sick of that. All right, hold on a second. I'm a little clansman over here. I'm moving stuff in the back. Now, put, put the Santa hat on, Corolla. Come on, Corolla. Do you have a camera? I wish I bought my camera tonight. All right, now move the chair, if you would, Porno Dan, because the whole thing about the Rikishi stink face is they're in the corner. Yeah, they're sitting corner, in the buddy. corner. So sit down in the corner. I'm going to move. Put the, put the Santa hat on. This one on. Sit in the corner and do the face plant. Yeah. And I told Ben, no, you got to sit down in the corner. Sit in on your corner. butt. On your butt. <laughs> now... Make sure your face. <laughs> nice tidy whiteies. Look at him. He's scared. Sid. Thank you. Right. Oh, God. What's wrong? Are you okay down there? Yeah. Why are you shaking? It's that collar, man. Is it the collar? Stupid collar. All right, take the collar out of here. Get the collar out of here. Go ahead and remove God, it. God, he stinks. <laughs> so awful. All right, Sid. It does stink in here, man. All right. Should we count down from five? How long does he have to do it for? Ten, Ten seconds. seconds. No. <laughs> Ten seconds? Yeah. Ten seconds. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Mikishi keeps it on for ten. Rest of the break. No. <laughs> no, not the rest of the break. All right. Five, four, four three, three, two, two one. one. Go. <laughs> 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 Ten. He's in the corner. Nine. Eight. <laughs> seven. Six, five, four, three, <laughs> too much to handle. Two, all right, two, one, all right. Let him go. How was that, crawl? Uh, was that? Was that? Why did you put the? Uh, why was your tongue out? <laughs> I hope you because I'm out of toilet paper oh, at the house. Oh. <laughs> cool, are you right now? <laughs> all right, all right. Enough questions for Corolla. Oh, boy. How about, are, are you going to throw up, Corolla? <laughs> if you puke, I'm going to get upset. <laughs> Hold on, give him the trash can. Don't puke on me, buddy. Throw up, throw up if you need to. Corolla's favorite cheese is Fomunda cheese. <laughs> Fomunda. He's puking. The kid is actually getting sick. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> you. What's wrong, Corolla? So good. So good. Hold on a second. Are you crying? Hold on, we got a call for you. What's wrong, Corolla? 
Mr. Mr. No Maker, you're in the hot <laughs> Yes, I thought that was very great. I want you to stab Corolla in the face <laughs> with my hat. Oh, Corolla, right. <laughs> cool, you actually are crying. What's wrong, little buddy? I good smell, man. <laughs> it All was right. just it was just a Rikishi stink face. And he did something. <laughs> he did. You can't say what he did. I know. Sid, <laughs> your class. Sid, I love you. You're the best. Are you ready for round two? Yeah. <laughs> Now we're going to do the front. Yep. Oh, no. Uh, no. Oh, no. How about we do this? How about we do oh, this? It stinks. It's not going away. <laughs> it's not going to. Why don't you go Why don't you go, go in the sink? Go wash your face in the sink. Go get some dial soap. Go go get some soap. Wash Hold your face. Hold on a second. How about we do this? You need to find a guest for the hideout before <laughs> 1 o'clock. Come on. Please have mercy. That was foul. That's the worst thing I've had to do yet. I can give you porn stars' numbers. See if you can talk one of them to get them coming on in. Out of everything you've ever done in the hideout, that's the worst. That's the absolute worst. It's vile. It's not right. Excellent. I'm glad to be here for it. It's the Hideout Weekend Mixtape. The best of the past week and the old Saturday night shows. 106.7 WJFK. Hey, speaking of Craigslist.org. I came across this. Hold on a second. Let me see if, uh... No, 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 no. What? No. I thought I could talk about this. Yeah, not read it. Why not? Because. What's wrong? Jesus Christ, I hate this show. <laughs> if you don't want me to read it, I won't read it. No. All right, well, I won't read it. I, all right, come here real quick. Get on mic. Don't run away like a little girl. I said we could talk about it, but not read it, what Why I not? wrote. Because I, I don't want every psycho who's already stalking me as it is. There's no one stalking you. All right. <laughs> so here's the thing. Tommy is looking to move out of his current situation yes. into a new situation. He's looking for someone. So can I say that you posted? Yes, I posted to see if there was anybody that uh, would let me move in. Did you ask your new best friend? N no. Yeah, you should move in with Porno Dan. I wouldn't impose on my best friend like that. PornoDan.com. I can't read this. Stop it. I can't read this? No. What's wrong with this? Can I just read one part? No. I can't read No, anything. no. God damn you, man. Point out the part to me so I can see what you wanted to read. I, I just want you to read the first sentence. Okay. And don't read it out loud. Seriously, I'll dump it. Oh, I did that just because <laughs> I was... All right, I played the radio card. Can I read it then? Just the radio me, card part? Let me just... You read what you want to read. If Is there stuff on there you feel comfortable with reading? Well, it's true. If Cameron's listening, I am 25 male and I work in radio, which actually doesn't pay much. Keep going. No. Come on. That's enough. That's Don't enough tear it up. I like to keep a copy of that. No, that's all right. It's the time for my best friend. Bring in your friend. <laughs> that son of a bitch. I told him we're going to talk about this on the show. And he was like... Okay, and I, I double-checked it like 15 times with them. Porno Dan, can Tommy move in with you? Yeah, can we just get this uh, out of the way I've got empty bedrooms, but I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Pornodan.com. Uh, this is great. Spunkadelic All-Stars. Yeah, these are the official uh, Spunkadelic All-Star shirts. Only people who get these are the people in my movies. So now you guys are uh, oh, this is obligated great. to appear as what cameo appearances in one. That's true, because Dubs and I both wanted to appear in the, and, uh, uh, the cameo. I, I even got one from my little best buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Your new best friend. Little I, best buddy. <laughs> I love this guy. Uh, first of all, now I, I'm going to have a whole Porno Dan wardrobe pretty soon. Keep them coming. And good for yeah. you. Yeah, lots of Porno Dan shirts. I always make new ones. Hey, I want to say this too, Porno Dan. Uh, 
you ever need Tommy to back off, you just tell me. Yeah. If, <laughs> ever, if ever becomes creepy. I mean, it's already creepy to me. Wow, this is hot. Nice. What is this Extreme Magazine? Yeah, I just uh, I advertise in there every month, so I get tons of free ones. Oh, that's cool. This chick's so I, one of the places I post looking for new models. Look at you, bro. Wait, let's put out a casting call now. What are you looking for? Um, basically, eighteen and up. That's about the only criteria right now. I mean, obviously, be you know, reasonably attractive. We shoot all types of videos with my company. Everything from softcore, what I call softcore fetish videos, up to you know. And what is a gang bangs? What is a what, Ooh, chunky house call nurses? What What are some of the uh, qualifications a woman should have other than eighteen and up? Is that all? Do they need tests and all that too? If, oh, see, we shoot a lot of fetish and a lot of you know non hardcore related stuff, so you don't need tests for that because there's no actual intercourse or anything like that. Oh, you're just kind of uh, abusing. So no, <laughs> <laughs> it's like we shoot a lot of what's called a. Uh, it's a lot of real niche fetishes, smoking fetishes, where the girl all she does is just smoke cigarettes. Oh wow! Uh, yeah. Pantyhose fetishes, where they just dress in pantyhose, high heel fetishes. All right, fair and enough. And then I shoot obviously the hardcore stuff as well. It's just you know we're pretty diversified. By the way, let me say too, porno Dan, you're you're always bringing by the DVDs and stuff, and that's what's always in my DVD player now. Excellent. There's, there's... I've got new movies that'll be coming in my house tomorrow. In fact. I watched uh, Budapest Booty, uh -huh. Volume 1. Excellent. Kudos. <laughs> I mean, seriously. You won something for that, didn't you? Uh, yeah. You had to have. Now, you. what did the porn awards look like? Do you get like a actual... I just get like the... You know, I never actually won an AVN award. Those are actually like, you know, crystal and kind of nice. I've never won one of those. <laughs> so you were... You've been, I, in, I, you've I been nominated, get, though, right? You went in like the yeah. IT, though, right? Yeah, I get like... you know, I, My movies are in the top rated in the, in a, on a charge, like the top 60. I've had a bunch of them top 10 but i never won anything do you go out to avian or no oh yeah i'm out there we've got a booth and everything and mm -hmm. so we're out can there. we go with you next time you know where you guys i'll be at erotica la um uh, but where you guys should come with me in september is called the home entertainment event show september 18th which is in baltimore maryland Ooh, it used to be called the east coast video show all right um i've got all the information on my website if you guys want to come be my guest there i'd be welcome to pornodan.com all right we're there yeah, I mean, that, that's a perfect event because in Baltimore, it's close by. Is it night or what is it? Uh, during the day is when they actually have the convention. The convention's a little slow. It's not that great. It's not like the AVN convention, which is pretty busy and happening out in Vegas. But the parties at night are pretty good. And, I've, you know, obviously, I've got pool to get everyone into parties everywhere. Ah, so great. And that's right here. <laughs> Porno Dan's got pool. From what I understand, you and your new uh, stalker. That's the thing about Tommy. He finds someone, he just latches on. Yeah. And before you know it, you like him. He's a good kid. He's so actually pretty, pretty entertaining. He's a good guy. You keep entertaining? Really? Entertain, really? Yeah. We yeah. haven't found that. Uh, <laughs> but he, he hangs out with you. Before you know it, you like him, and you're uh, yeah. you're hanging out with him. So pornodan.com. Hey, one request of you, other sure. than begging you for everything else that you do. I am now in love with, what is her name, Bateman? I told you to remind me of that. Annette Keys. Annette Keys. Don't even know who that is. Let me look this up real quick. I have not heard of her. Uh, <laughs> I found this. Um, I'm always like on newsfilter.org. And she's like, I guess she's like Czechoslovakian or something. Czechoslovakian. Czech Republic. But she's like the hottest chick that I've ever seen. Um, she's like got real dark skin. She's Hungarian. Okay. All right. Yeah, she's Hungarian. There she is. Oh, that's a great one. Public 83. If you Google her, please be 18 or over. Uh, Annette Keys, and she's just so hot. She's like, I guess she's 21 now. She's like five five, one ten. Oh. Can you get a shoot going with her? Can we make this happen? Yeah, that, I, could I could find out who her agent is and book her. And um, that's that's the one I want to be the extra in. That's yeah. the one I want to star in. I'm not gonna lie. I think I'm willing to uh, 
to the Vinci out the porn does it world. Say she's based in California or she's based in the Eastern I, Europe. I don't know. Let's fly her. I, I can I'll find. I can find out. <laughs> I'm willing to pay for it. Yeah, write down her name. I call, I call, I'll call one of the people. Look at this I know. He's always making stuff happen. Go go go. Porno Dan. Go go go. Got to be go. in this business. All right. So here's the thing. As we heard yesterday during uh, our weekend recap game, whose weekend was it? Bateman latched onto you somehow, and this he is his shirt, and he's Thank going. You. <laughs> he got his own special size small. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And no, so not, I'm not that mean. No, it's okay. Just fear his sizes. Know that he can uh, know that he can cut your Achilles at any right. time. <laughs> so what happened, Bateman? You were calling me every five minutes. I called you once, you liar, saying that you were having. The I was just rubbing in because you were playing with your transformer in your kitchen. Yeah, this is what I'm doing on Saturday night. I'm listening to sideshow mess up the weekend mixtape. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm washing dishes. And I'm playing my Transformers. Here I am, El Jefe, right. uh, king co-host of the Hideout, along with my queen, J-Dubs. <laughs> and I'm sitting here, you know, playing with Transformers on a Saturday night. Instead, I get calls from my producer. He's like, crying. And it's like this big, loud, thumping music in the background. <laughs> you never believe this, man. I'm having the time of my life. I know it's only 10.38, but Christ, I'm with Porno Dan and all these hot chicks, and it is so amazing, dude. Do you want Porno Dan to, you want him to say hi to you? You want me to tell him that I said hi? Okay, man, I gotta go by. So that's Bateman on Saturday night. Where were you when you called me the first go-round, First bro? time was at the 18th Street Lounge. What is this? Is this a uh, nice place? Yeah, it's a really nice place. It's on the bad side of a glory hole. That's where he was at. <laughs> nah, it's, it's actually one of my favorite places in D.C. I hang out there a lot. I'm really good friends with the owners. and uh, It's kind of like my home away from home. The 18th Street 18th Lounge. 18th Street Lounge, yeah. It's an exclusive nightclub-type place. They play you know, real good music. Well, they let guys with long goatees in there? No. It was me to let you in. <laughs> that's, that's the nice thing. We just walked right in. Didn't have to wait in line, didn't pay cover, anything. Just walked right yeah. in. Have you seen that movie 25th Hour, the Spike Lee joint that I was talking yeah, about earlier? Right. You're like that cat. You just you you're the big guy known everywhere and you're able to walk right in. You're going in the employees entrance, you're automatically in the VIP. Is that right, Porno Dan? At most places in DC. How does that happen? Because you got videotapes of people or is, <laughs> is this no, one is I mean, I, I've been going to clubs in DC for a long time and a lot of most club owners know who I am and they know, you know, that I'm good for business cuz I bring you know, people who come with me spend money. We don't ever cause problems. Well, that's We're the problem with bringing Bringing me and Hefe. I guess we can't go. We don't uh, have the minus. I thought the night was on you. I'm uh, sorry, never mind. Although, but as part of that, a lot of times the clubs do take very good care of me. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right, so 18th Street Lounge. What happened there, Bateman? Why was this so amazing? You had to it call me just, and bother me while I was playing with my Viper Transformer. It was nothing but, like, attractive rich people. And, like, somehow I was there. And I was like, how the hell did I get here? Did you feel out of place? Of course. Now, what were you wearing? Uh, I was actually dressed all right. Were you in your little karate uniform that you usually no. wear? And why haven't you been wearing the karate uniform <laughs> since we went full-time five nights? I don't know what you're talking about. Is it in the bag? No. Go get it. It's not. I want to hear this. I want to see is this. This is Ultimate Fighting Championship. Yes, <laughs> it is. You know what? We haven't played this theme song in a while either. <laughs> you should have seen him. I swear, when he very first came in with the show, he would wear. He just showed up one day wearing a karate uniform. Like Hong Kong Philly. Yes. <laughs> and he would walk around with his yellow belt. So now we use the uh, Karate Kid theme. Excellent. <laughs> Why do you have to try and embarrass me in front of my best friend? Pornodan.com. <laughs> You're creeping him out. <laughs> Stop it already. All right. 
So you went there. Yeah. Then what happened? Did anything of note happen there, or did you just move on? Uh, just a lot of attractive people. Yeah. And then we... Now, you had a date, right? Yeah, he had a date. Good for you, bro. How'd that happen? I don't know. Well, you got a date, though. All right. Nice. Was it porno, Dan? Yeah. No, so the girl, the girl that came no, here no, with me. All right. Well, I'll, okay. I'll dump that. I'll dump that right. because apparently... Apparently, there's, I don't touchy, there's oh. it's a sticky situation that... For legal reasons. <laughs> uh, we have the uh, Montgomery County, uh, their finest, still looking into the situation. <laughs> she so, might be a minor. Oh, <laughs> come on. So then we, we get a cab. I hate this place. <laughs> Why? You got your new best friend, Porno Dan, out of this place. How could you hate us? Here, in fact, remind, this is what makes you happy. Anyway, then we get a cab, and we're talking to the cab driver. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Hi. <laughs> right. So you're in a cab. Now he's not excited. Now he, Now you look like you're ready to hurt me. What did I do? Dubs is the one controlling the board. All right, what happened? You get in a cab. Never mind, then. We'll just, we'll just skip everything, then. You guys can fill the next segment. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Come on, seriously, we're all friends here. Yeah, we're all having fun. I'm friends with Dan and his girlfriend. <laughs> Pornodan.com. So uh, you get in a cab, what happens then? And then Dan's talking to the cabbie and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden the cabbie goes, what do you want from me? I just took some Coke. <laughs> so the cabbie's talking about the that, fact that he's like... Pretty, pretty accurate statement with the guys. He's like, he's like, I just took a bump of Coke. Hope you don't mind. My driving's a little erratic. And I was like... <laughs> I looked at the guy. I was like, well, I'd rather have you do that than drink booze, I guess. Yeah. These are our choices. Yeah. I, uh, so we're not going to trip out on acid. So, hey. I like dubs on a Friday night. Yeah. Night out. So where did you go next? We went. It sounded like mescaline, by the way, my expert opinion of what you were getting. Really? Yeah. You think somebody slipped him something? It sounded like mescaline. Yeah. 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 Um, why didn't it, why did it ended up happen? You got home and you're okay? I got home, went to bed, and I woke up with a headache, but fine. Yeah. Yeah. It was like the good old days, huh? Yeah. Back in Fowlerville. Partying. You and By Curious BJ me spending all your... Uh, me, By Curious BJ. Uh, your uh, big cheese money. Steve, yeah. <laughs> your big cheese money on shrooms and uh, et cetera, et cetera. You know what? <laughs> I was... One time I bought three ounces at once. Oh we were God. so nervous driving around these big bags of shrooms. <laughs> what, why would you need three ounces of shrooms? Because it was buy two, get one free. <laughs> so, don't worry, I thought of that in college, too. <laughs> yeah. Buy two, get one free. Remember that time we were over at Shafee's? Yeah. And then uh, he got sick. Yeah. <laughs> He just starts puking. We start laughing. He <laughs> gets mad. It's like it's not funny. I'm just giggly anyway. And you know what? It was so funny. I, I still ain't. I've never done a drug, but I was sitting there with you, and I was laughing as much as you were, just because oh. I, I got you had the giggles, and so I got the giggles. Shafee's throwing up, and we're having the time of our life. All right, getting back to Tommy. Right. <laughs> so where where were you next? Then we went to a, a swingers club. All right, so this is an actual swingers club. Yeah, it's, called, it's it's a it's a normal bar. It's called Bar None. Uh, my friend promotes a swingers party there once a week on Saturdays. So uh, he'd asked me to come by in the magazine that I brought you guys, Extreme Magazine. They were hosting a party, and they'd asked me to come by and just come meet some of their girls that might be interested in working for me. So he kind of went in, just kind of basically. Again, did, I maintain you are. I want to be porno Dan. He, again, we just walked right in. No, no one stopped us at the door. We're just like, no. come on in. <laughs> I, why why aren't we being treated like now, this? Now, Porno Dan, if I, if you get denied at the door, do you ever get mad? No, I never get denied. 
<laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. I mean, if there are, there have been clubs, if they, not in D.C., but other pla- other cities, if they don't know who I am, and I'm not with someone who, you, can, you know, will have to wait in line, which I don't like. I'm not going to lie, but in D.C., I don't wait in line. Now, see, I've never, I've never been able to be the kind of guy that goes up to the door, even when, like, even in Lansing, we were, we were kings. And I still waited in line. I never wanted to go up to the door because I just... I always told you, you have to make friends with the owners and then... Right, yeah, I, I am, and I am friends with the owners. Yeah, but even, I, I didn't. I never had to wait in line in Lansing. Even a couple of places we were friends with the owners of the bouncers, I still didn't want to go up because I just have this thing about rejection. I never want to get rejected, and so I'd just rather sit in line. I just can't do it. And so you you don't care about rejection, I bet, porno fan. <laughs> In my business, you can't care about rejection. Come on. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> so what was happening at the Swingers Club, Bateman? Um, it actually wasn't as kind of kinky as I thought it was going to be. Um, it's an off-premise club, which means all the extra activities take take place off-premise. You have to leave the bar. It's kind of thing where you guys meet up. You meet, and then you exactly, and then you figure out what's going to go on after the club. There are a few right. chicks wearing like fishnet tops with nothing underneath, and a few just in thongs and stuff. And um, were they hot or no? They were. It was 50-50. There were actually, actually some good-looking ones and some that you don't want to see in those outfits. Yeah. A lot of times, swingers just usually aren't hot people. Normally, that, normally you're right. Most swingers come here kind of these oogie people, in my opinion. But this club, bar none, and Entree New, is, is one of the best swing clubs I've been to. Because I do not, it's a rule, I'm not a swinger. I don't swap my girlfriends, not into that lifestyle at all. Damn it. But, uh, yeah. But I do <laughs> go to the clubs. And I do, because you know, it's good for publicity. I do like hanging out with some of the people and stuff like that sometimes. Because it work. Let me, so that's why I kind of get to know him, and this is one of the better ones I've been to. Let me ask you something, Porno Dan, man to man. Me, half a you, Porno Dan, PornoDan.com. Yeah. Why do you call Tommy and not me? Why am I sitting home playing with Transformers? You know, I didn't call Tommy is what happened. Tommy showed up at my house. I was invited what? by a third party. <laughs> Wait a second. Are you now stalking Porno Dan at his house? What? At- <laughs> He sees him going this out for reality. I didn't know Tommy was coming out with us until the girl got to my house. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, he's jumping on capital. I was like, cool. He's coming downtown with us. <laughs> I was invited by a third party. I wasn't aware he didn't know I was coming. I didn't. Oh, uh, yeah. But, but it was cool. Did you mind hanging out? No, actually, no, not at all. all right. Take that, Hefe, jackass. <laughs> no, I'm, I get jealous because I'm thinking that Porno Dan's calling his best friend. Bateman to go hang out with him. I'm like, well, where am I at? Mike and Dubs come along. <laughs> it's just Bateman. Bateman's the one milking this one. Hold on a second. Let's take a phone call. Halloween goddess, you're in the hideout. Hey, guys, what's be... going on? What's up, baby? I want to party with Porno Dan. <laughs> Everybody does. I, you know, I, I've been wanting to go to that club for a long time now, but huh? I just I haven't been able to get out there. And uh, now that I know that Porno Dan can uh, help hook me up, I want to party. Now, Halloween Goddess is great to the hideout. She's the official prop makeup lady of the hideout. She's the, she's the one that it, it introduced us to Fairy Lady. By, oh, well, no. <laughs> by the way, don't forget, it's Fairy Lady Day on Monday. Oh, yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. So make sure uh, that Fairy Lady's here because I think we're going to have, um, was it, Fairy Noid. I think Fairy Noid wants to wants to try to make it happen. Yeah, we'll we'll be there. So what is this? You wanted something from uh? You were looking to get in on something with Porno Dan. I him to help hook me up uh, and set me up uh, for a nice night at the Entrepreneur. I mean, I I want to go there, and I I don't like to go to places like that alone. We're not swingers or anything, but I I do want to check it out. I want to see what's going on. Are you considering the swinging lifestyle? 
let's just say all options are open. Yes, so there's a chance. I tell you what, we'll uh, we'll talk to Porno Dan off the air and see what we can make happen. For excellent, you, excellent. All right, we love you. Ah, uh, bye bye. And see you Monday with Fairy Lady. <laughs> All right, so where do you go next, Bateman? You go That's to your uh, stalker, isn't it? Dobbs very lady. Yeah, yeah. Wow, <laughs> she loves it. Um, so where do you go after the then? We uh, jump in another cab. Uh, this no, guy was not on drugs. Okay, he just talked into the cell phone the whole time. But yeah, <laughs> uh, then we went to Club Five, and again, just walked right in. King of the world, Porno Dan. Which one's Club Five? What's that? Club one about? Five is two doors down from 18th Street Lounge on Connecticut Avenue. No, I, I, and again, oh, they're all on that same street. Well, no, this is the, Bar None is on further on U Street. I'm good again. It's a, a bar that I've done promotions at, and I'm good friends with the owners, and I hang out there. When you say promotions, what do you mean? Like I've hosted parties at Club Five before. I've actually like um, they had this topless DJ named Portia Surreal come in and do a couple parties there, and I was like the MC slash host, and so I've you know. Get, just go there and just kind of help promote the event. What kind of money you making, dude? Are you a millionaire? Uh, I break even. Yeah? Yeah. Good money, I bet. <laughs> break even in a million. <laughs> you slip me a 20? <laughs> I need to stop and get a cheeseburger big bite at 7-Eleven. I want a uh, Slurpee, too. Uh, uh, you ran into somebody at Club 5? Yeah, everyone's uh, least favorite uh, Playboy chicks, Shiloh. <laughs> oh, did you really? Yeah, I didn't say anything to her. Why not? Because she's a skanker. Oh, come oh, on. Come on. Why would you say that? <laughs> she was real nice to us. She's the only person who would talk to us at Tequila Beach. Yeah, why? Well, nice. Where's Tequila Beach? Uh, yeah, that's another. That's where we did our first live event, like where we did the show live from. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was a disaster. We want to thank the three people who came out. <laughs> <laughs> it ended up being a great old time. And this was seriously the weekend right after all the FCC stuff happened. Oh, beautiful. And it was a Mardi Gras party. And we're like, okay, so we're going to go sit at a beach. Uh, bar doing a Mardi Gras show and not be able to talk about anything. Yeah, I, I had to do a Mardi Gras show for one of the local DC stations, and they were, and at about five minutes before I went on the air, they, they said I wasn't allowed to go on the air because I got all scared that I was going to say something. Who was this for? Say uh, a local Washington DC radio station whose host cackles like a little girl all the time. Oh, Elliot. wow! <laughs> actually, Elliot's actually yeah, Elliot's been nice to us. Yeah, he's, he hooked me up with Manson tickets. Now the following week, I was on my board the Sports Junkies show because mm -hmm. they are my good friends and are my favorite morning show when I am awake. Of course, um, and of course they had no problem with us being on the air. Hey, that's why we're happy we're in safe hours because Porno Dan's that's right. That's why I'm on his show now. <laughs> <laughs> Your station programmer told me I'm safe. <laughs> yeah, we're okay here. This Porno Dan night. friendly hours <laughs> after midnight. So finally, you do all this party and you end up back at Porno Dan's house. No, no, we, no. This is now we're club five. Now, mind you, this were in my. I start to get a little fuzzy in my perspective of things because I had done probably about fifteen or so shots and uh, had a few Red Bull and vodkas. So. Tommy can probably tell you what's going on a little bit better than me at this point. Were you drinking at all, Tommy? No. He was, he doesn't, I guess he doesn't drink. No. You did you're, uh, so what is that like? Did you feel like creeped out because you had someone who wasn't drink around, drink? No, because see, there's a lot of nights I go out and I don't drink and I don't do anything either. And he told me he likes taking all those po his pill poppers oh. he does. <laughs> you want me to dump that? Yeah. <laughs> all right, I dumped that too. Not that anything horrible was said, but apparently we're saying, how are we going to have a segment about you, Bateman? We, we have to keep dumping stuff out. <laughs> And it's not even like curse words. Uh, yeah. We're dumping content now. And right. It's not even words. It's All right, whatever. Stuff you won't even be a, wanna, don't want to well, say. We ended up going back to this like married couple's house. It's like these are people that I'd, I'd met one night before at Entree New and I was filming a movie and then, uh, the couple had come back to watch me film and the wife had gotten a little crazy.
Yeah. So, yeah. And I kind of thought they were a little crazy, but I, probably because my judgment was a slightly impaired. I didn't realize what, exactly what was going on and what to expect when we went to their house. So what happened at the house? Well, me and Dan and his, his friend Jeff and the guy who, who owned the house were there uh, downstairs. And then all of a sudden, Jeff says, yeah, the girls are getting in lingerie. Oh. And I was like, wait, what? Huh? Now, are you still with your date at this time, too? Yeah, she was upstairs. She's too. one of the ones getting lingerie. Get out of here. Yeah. yeah. What was that like? I was like, is this going to turn into some big group sex thing? Cause <laughs> I don't know if I can handle that. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm serious. I didn't know what to expect. <laughs> are you not into group sex? I, I don't know. I've never done it. It seems kind of... I don't even like other guys to be in the house at the time. Right? <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Now, you have an issue even, too, when it's two chicks. Don't no. you? No. Two, two guys on a girl. Okay, but really? didn't you also have issues with, like, if another chick's around and it's just, like, you and... Oh, oh like, like, if they're not involved in it, I don't really want them in the room. Like, why? I don't know. I, didn't, I just feel like I'm on display or something. And yeah, because like, everybody's looking at you. It's, it's just paranoia. You're, you're a specimen. I'm but practically a male model. Everybody has... The <laughs> practically a male model, wow. <laughs> Except it's the height. <laughs> He's got... You start making statues based on you. <laughs> it's the height that's holding them back. So, then the girls come down in lingerie and, um... Porn and Ann's girlfriend was actually looking pretty hot, too. Nice. I can't even course. describe what she was wearing. Beautiful. I can't even describe what the other what other chicks were wearing. Well, then why bring it up? Because I just want to make you jealous. <laughs> I really am. Are you done? They, 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 did look, they looked good. But you could describe what they were wearing because it wasn't anything that bad. What Tommy's date was wearing like a bikini. My girlfriend was wearing his black lingerie, and the other girl was wearing white lingerie. You might want to describe the lingerie a little bit more. Now, um... Did you? Uh, was there anything? Uh, was there anything happen happening with you and your date? Uh, I don't remember. Come on, nobody even knows. <laughs> nobody even knows who it is. How'd it go? Does, would Porno Dan's girlfriend like to say what happened? No. <laughs> did you? Uh, what there thing? was? Let's say. Let's say I did. Nothing major happened. There was just some kissing and. Really, the thing that yeah. freaked me out though uh, is we were like making out whatever. And then all of a sudden, this girl comes in and sits down next to me and starts just introducing herself <laughs> while you're making out. This is yeah. true. This is one of my fraternity brothers and his extremely intoxicated girlfriend came over. And she proceeded to take off all her clothes and just kind of like, hey, who are you guys? <laughs> like while she's all naked? Yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing that's now you can imagine, this is also probably 4.35 in the morning. And these people, have had, including me, have had a lot to drink. And I'm the most sound judgment they've ever been. And, so. But you're you're straight up sober. He's stone sober, and here comes this freak girl taking her clothes and off, jumping next to him. Were you taking advantage of? Uh, no, 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 not at all. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm sure the girl was wasted. Not on air. I wasn't. Okay. Advantage of her. <laughs> okay, fine. So, but this girl, this other like woman, sits down. Is like, hi, I'm blah blah blah. Nice to meet you. Is this your first date? Oh, I could tell. And she just continues <laughs> to talk, and I'm like. Okay, this is kind of awkward. And then I realized she looks exactly like Winnie Cooper in the face. And that freaked the hell out of me. All right, that's the chick who's, uh, who uh, Bateman stole from Sideshow. I'm, I'm starting thing. to think uh, uh. his true love. Yeah, I, I agree, too, because you're seeing her everywhere now, even at Porno Dance no, Friends' house. No, this girl even yeah. spoke like her. Whatever. It freaked me out, and I was just very rattled after that. So, we're like, was this like, were other guys hooking up with other people's wives and stuff at this party? Not while I was there. I don't know what happened after I left, but there was, like, a lot of nudity and a lot of just hugging between people and, like, hey, how you doing? And Kind of like a hippie party. Except these kind people like, were really hot. Yeah, but not hip. There's no hippies. <laughs> and, you know, that's the other thing, too. My, my favorite Porno Dan uh, video... 
is the last one. Porno Dan's Crazy Porn House or something. I forget what the title of it is. Horny <laughs> House Party or one of those. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like, it's just a big party and everybody's hanging out with each other. Just hooking up, like they're on the couch. You got some chick hooking up on the couch, and you got another one on a different couch, and you got people on the coffee table, and everybody's enjoying everybody. This is what I imagine this party like. Was it to that level or no? Not to that level at that point, no. Can I come to the next one? No. Yes, you can. Because that's the other thing I saw, too, whenever they zoom back for a second, like on the kitchen, it looked like there were 50 guys there watching. <laughs> I want to be one of those guys. Peter Gallery. I wish I could talk about the the uh, video we shot before, but we can't do it. Why not? Okay, fair enough. Well, why again? Why do you bring it I up? This has been Because I, I want to bring it up after we go on the break. This has been two segments. Where a segment where the two of you sons of bitches bring up great material that we can't talk about, leaving our listeners in the dark. And how dare you be the one to go out and enjoy this, Bateman? We got great listeners like Matt Albert and Mantan, and you're the one living it up. Matt Albert's really mad at me. And why is your phone ringing off the hook? I don't know. I see it right there. Who's yeah. calling you? I don't know. Is it your uh, I don't your I new don't girlfriend? Pick it up. Just answer it real quick. <laughs> oh, it's, Tell it's her your voicemail. Oh, no, it's who is it? I don't know. It's text message. Give me the phone number. What does I, it say? It's probably Mantan. How dare some... you slip me the uh, the roofing? Yeah. Did you ever figure out who gave you the mescaline the other night? No. No. We have. We've got it narrowed down. Yeah, we've got it narrowed down, but we don't want to. I anybody. got you. So were people telling you to loosen up, Bateman, because you yeah, were no fun? I did. <laughs> the Winnie Cooper chick was like, "You need to loosen up." I'm like you're freaking me out. And what about a porno Dan? I tell you that every night in here. Shut up. What if care. porno Dan tells you to loosen up? Don't you got to loosen up? Don't you need to go ahead and it's take just, a little drink? I was a bit overwhelmed, I'll admit that. I, I think my friends are kind of lame, and I'm like, let's do something crazy. But this was a little bit too out there. I need to... His friend Jeff, who who wants to take you out and get you some women, by the way. Okay, I'm down. He uh, he was like, yeah, <laughs> we'll break you Jeff's slowly. a big fan of yours. That's cool. Hello, Jeff. He's a big fan. He's Hello, actually, Jeff. <laughs> nice to meet you. We'll yeah. do Jeff 101. Yeah. <laughs> um, He's like, we'll break you in slowly. Uh, whatever. I want to go fast. No, nah, just dive into the deep end of the pool. That's the only way I know how to do Seriously. it. Seriously. Well, there it is. And well, how did your night end up, Bateman? Uh, I finally got a cab at like 5.45 because I had to work the next day at this hellhole. And uh, I, I just had them drop me off at Denny's. And I called Sideshow and said, hey, I, I think I know where I'm going. Come uh, Did we drop you off at Denny's? No. I, I, oh, I didn't know because I don't even remember taking a cab back to my house. Apparently. Because <laughs> really, I'm kind of in the dark. That's what I was asking. Apparently you got home at like 3 p.m. the next day. No, no, not me. I, I got home like 7 a.m. Oh, really? Yeah. So good for you, Bateman. Somehow you wiggled your way into another person's life, another star's life, and uh, the only star. Ride this one, ride this one, just like you rode this one. Pornodan.com and ftrip.com. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Well, there. It, hey, if nothing else, you're just going to get constant plugs. Pornodan. That's uh, all right. I guess Tommy's gonna, he's welcome to hang out. Listen, you guys. Shh, told, shh, don't say that. We you, told, yeah, don't make it too welcome, or it's going to just get creepy. Yeah. My my 4th of July shoot that I'm having, I'm insisting you guys are... You guys going to be in town 4th of July? Yeah, I believe we will, yes. Yeah. Uh, 4th of July, you guys will hang out with me and I shoot them, though. Okay, we'll do that. I got a 4th of July... Put it in show DC's real fireworks is what I'm calling it. Yes. <laughs> hey, can we come up with a name? You want to name a couple pornos for porno? Yeah, I've got one I'm shooting. The tentative one for this weekend is Porno Dan does Dewey Beach. 
and I'm doing a shooting in Ocean City and Dewey Beach, Maryland. Hmm. I've got some grower flying in from Canada and a couple local ones from How about Salisbury. This? So you, guys, us, you can name it. Let us look at the footage and we'll name it. Perfect. That'll be beautiful. You guys can name the movie. I want uh, I want uh, rights, too. <laughs> or points. Whatever. Points? Can we? <laughs> 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 rights? I don't know about right points. Now, this is something we wanted to do, too. We want to do like you know, like a play-by-play commentary on porn sometime too. <laughs> no, uh, we would, would you would you like to sell a porn like that where we're doing like we're just so you like, could have like you know like a like the the second DVD because I, I do a, there's a lot of outtakes of my stuff. Yeah. You've seen it obviously. It's there's, there's no plot, no script, a lot of fly-by seat of your pants. Love it. A lot of mess ups. We could have a commentary, perhaps, that I can have you get with my video I'll editor. Thanks. I'll give you my video editor's phone number and have you guys get with him. And see if you can't do the outtake thing, like an outtake, and have like send you a screener and trailer and say exactly, give a play-by-play description. I love it. We're get. I love that we're getting into uh, this whole like subculture of life. I don't want to know where I am. Um. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. This like I said, if people are around this weekend, I'll be you know I'll be down in Dewey Beach in Ocean City. If you see me, I'll be at a couple, couple fine watering holes. All and, right. Uh, what I do want, if any of your listeners are interested, we are looking for new music. We're looking for new girls. We are looking for new music. Really? For our videos. Yeah. So, um, In fact, our buddy Mix Loco was uh, talking about, you know, he's got some local bands that he's that he knows and he's into. Or we maybe, are looking for new music. Or maybe but. when Joe Davis comes through. Oh, yeah. That would be great. Oh, How about, what if you made a porn to tribute Dale Earnhardt? You may have lost the last lap. What if you, what if you did something to this song? He's already wow. <laughs> Uh, we should try. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Part of me is gone. And now I feel so alone. We, I can see this. I know I you almost feel, feel it. it. <laughs> I think I can shoot this. I can't believe you might have to feel, you know, creative geniuses combined to make something pretty for the great deal on heart. What I'm going to do is I'm going to write up a, uh, a guy wearing a black outfit with three girls or something like that. <laughs> Everybody has a number three on their back. Three, three girls. On the side of their uh, <laughs> crashing right throat. Trying to hit the wall. Use this wall. Trying to hit the wall. He was the only true hero. All right. All right, let's see here. The only true All right, here we go. Let's do a couple a couple phone calls. We'll get out of here. Um, George, you're in the hideout, JFK. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's up, brother? Hey, uh, what are the girls' names in Salisbury that, that you're going to have in your next movie? Uh, the ones, one's name, um, Sophia Shamrock, and the others, uh, what the heck's the other one's name? Desi something. You know him or what? Nah, I was just wondering because I used to go up there, but hey, you guys should do a contest, uh, like win a night on the town with, uh, Porto Dan. Nah, it's not a bad one. I don't know, though. That's a, that's, that's a crazy life. We make a listener <laughs> killed. I'd hey, rather. <laughs> I'd be down. I mean, I'd be <laughs> All right. I mean, no. <laughs> Why don't you just call? All right, you can't call up and say, "Hey, let's do a contest." I want to be the one. right. Yeah, Jay, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's going on, guys? What's up, bro? Hey, uh, Porto Dan. Yeah, we uh, we got a we have a studio. And we actually produce music from like anything from hip hop to whatever. If you need if you need beats or you need songs, you need stuff for your stuff. We could do it for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm always looking for new stuff. I mean, if you want, um. See, look at this. It's a big community. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to t- I mean, talk to you guys. I mean, I'm always looking for new stuff. You know, like I said, we'll credit you on the box cover of the movies and stuff. I've done it with a couple local people here in D.C. and, you know, get exposure and publicity that way. All right, Jay, hold on a second, and we'll uh, write down your info. I'll pass it along to Porno Dan, okay? Cool, cool. Hey, Porno Dan, uh, Tim says hello. Look at that. Tim says oh, okay. hello. Who's that? 
And he doesn't know who that is. Come on. You know how, how many, many Tims do you think he knows? Seriously. Oh. <laughs> how many Tims do you think he's been uh, on the other side of a girl with? You know, with, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm a wobbly H. Yeah. <laughs> Looking across the back. I was just kidding. All right. Here I, we go. Actually, I have a funny story. Uh, last time Porter Dan's girlfriend came in, she had a little problem with her language but it's funny the whole night the whole nine hours i was with them she didn't cuss once yeah the last it's amazing what booze does to you isn't it the last time she was in here she dropped the f-bomb about four times at least (laughs) she kept apologizing i'm like we have dump it's all right and so then this last go around apparently you uh you're out at clubs and not a single curse word porno dan thank you have a complete pleasure to come to your show love Uh, your show don't forget dubs over there i'm I'm over here i know you can't see me it's hard to see you through this wonderful abyss that i'm looking through again thank you for much having me guys let me show you anetta keys i i will i will call uh i shall be out in la la shooting next week if she's an la uh, base girl i can find her beautiful if not i'll find her i'm shooting hungry next in uh september are you going to hungry really yeah i go to hungry and shoot all the time I gotta get in on this. To life. <laughs> I think I know when I'm taking my vacation. And what about you? Shame on you. What have we learned about you, Bateman, today? <laughs> you show up at people's houses. I didn't show up. Uh, yeah, apparently you did. Paul didn't even know you were going out. Not my fault. <laughs> Are we getting out? Is the show over? We haven't taken it. We're back a break. <laughs> Holy Christ. <laughs> we did we did a forty five minute break right there. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right, show's over. <laughs> I don't want to leave. Let's talk to K-Dog then. I was going to hold K-Dog over to the next break, but K-Dog, you're in the hideout on JFK. Yeah, thanks, man. What's up, fellas? Yo, yo, yo. Yeah, porno Dan. Yeah, yo. buddy. Do you do you incorporate the chocolate into your videos, man? Uh, I have a, a lot of male performers that I use I um in my Spunkadelic All-Star group, as I call the guys who make, make gangbangs, would be, I guess, would you could... Chocolate, if you want to say for that word. So there are brothers a lot. Yeah. Uh, over seventy-five percent of the guys. Are you looking? You don't need male performers, though. You just need more chicks. Um, right? I've got the guys who all do my gangbangs for me. A pretty good group of guys. Pretty established group now. Unless we can get Cicada or uh... Uh, if you give me Cicada now, Cicada I take. I take him in a second. What about Matt Albert? I don't know Matt Albert. What about K-Dog? <laughs> I don't know you. You can, you can apply online if you go to my website, MEC Multimedia. Um, there is a mail application. Apply online. Just send some pictures and uh, fill out the application form. I'm pulling for you, K-Dog. Thanks, bro. All right, 5,000. 5,000. 5, like that, dude. All right. Well, we're taking a break. We're out of here. We really got to end the show? Yeah. Jesus. Look at that. <laughs> Time flies when Porno Dan's in here. It's too much fun. Um, oh, you guys, a good show. All right, next time, go around. Bateman, next time you wiggle your way in with uh, with Porno Dan here, I want you to call me, and I want to be able to be out there, too. Are you sure you're not going to be too busy with your Transformers again? All right, see, now this is what it is. <laughs> oh, after I've been attacked for the past half hour. Oh, how, are you, how are you attacked? You've been out with hot chicks. This goddamn show is making you into and a star. And we had dumped twice to protect the guilty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So shut the hell up. I don't even want to hear it. This goddamn show got butchered because we can't hear about your new chick and your habit. <laughs> All right. How's your nose feeling? <laughs> F you. I guess that's it. Show's over. Dare you. <laughs> we, uh, thank you to Porno Dan, PornoDan.com. Go read that article if you can find it in the New York Post uh, from Heather Gilmore about the six cheating husbands. And, uh, oh, no, our CSB friends are still outside. We ended the show.
Bring them in here. I'll start the out music over again. We'll give us five more minutes. Give us five more minutes. God damn. I knew there was a reason we couldn't end the show. And how dare the producer be in here and have a whole 40-minute segment. And we yet we leave our guests. I apologize. You should apologize. God damn. We have uh, two and a breath and uh, Burke <laughs> here in the hideout. I like that name. <laughs> those, those are the names. Hey, guys, I work with you at another place, and uh, how's everything going? Did, what did you think of the show? I know you spent the majority outside because of Bateman. I want to invite you back sometime. Yeah. Because yeah, Bateman, Bateman really screwed you over there. That's beautiful. Did you, uh, did you guys have fun there for a little bit? Yeah, definitely. For a while. All right. Well, thank you. You were looking well, at us earlier, and I wasn't sure if you wanted us to talk. Or we should just, like sit and wait no, for you to trust- introduce. Yeah, us. you did a good job this go around. Next time we'll have you in and we'll let you contribute a little bit more. But thank you for coming in. Thank you for. And having by me. the way, this is Porno Dan. Hi, Porno Dan. Porno Dan. I don't know why you want Sid Kata in a porn. I really want to know this. He has charisma. Killer clown. He has charisma. <laughs> he has charisma. Killer clowns from outer right. space. That's Dude, what he, he's gonna be. He is marketable porn star material. <laughs> That's gonna be that's gonna be I, a great I, I see a future star. <laughs> can you Cicada. see him on the cover? I can see Cicada, I, I don't Cicada see. is box cover material. He is yeah. box cover material. I could take Cicada and I could market a movie. Cicada's excellent day, and I put him in the woods, like cover him with cicadas, and have these chicks attack him. Oh. It'd be the greatest oh. movie ever. <laughs> as long as the chicks had like the red eyes. That'd be great. And uh, <laughs> people buy it. I'm telling you, I know what people will buy. Cicada's a superstar. All right, we're going to try to make it happen for you. Yeah, we got to now. Tommy's put on his (laughs) Spunkadelic All-Star shirt. I keep Uh, in wearing this. You're so creepy. God damn, dude. You're such a weirdo. All right, well, for that, I guess the show's (laughs) over. Thank you guys again. Thank you. Thank you, El Jefe. Doing a breath and Burke. We appreciate you guys coming in. Name's changing next time. Um, Hold on a second. The Clam, you're in the hideout on JFK. Yo, what's up? Uh... No, you're way too young to even pretend yeah. to talk to Porno Dan. <laughs> it's got to be a somehow. All right, let's get out uh, of here. Sorry the show went so long. It's uh, The Hideout. I am El Jefe. That's J-Dubs. It's 106.7 WJFK. It's The Hideout Weekend Mixtape. The best of the past week and the old Saturday night shows. 106.7 WJFK. J-Dubs last night. Of course, Dimebag Daryl died. Mm-hmm. Very sad news. I'd like to discuss it. Just a couple of things that came up that, uh, that are on my mind about it. However, last night may have been the most fun that I ever had in the hideout. Um, it was during, I believe, the 1130 break. Um, well, I think what you have will tell the whole story, won't it? Yes. All right. Well, uh, listen in to what happened last night. In the hideout. All right, Carol. I was thinking about this during the commercial break and during all this situation. We're about to do an interview. Actually, you're about to do an interview uh-huh. with SmashMyPhone.com. What will end up happening is you have to conduct a professional interview. Now, you were so kind as to allow me to borrow your PS2 when mine was broke. No way. I have yours right here. Give it to me. No, get back. I have got it in my hands. I'm going to hand it to J-Dubs. Come on, you guys are sick. Corolla, you have to conduct a professional interview. Afterwards, everybody here will decide whether or not you're professional enough. Those of you in the listening audience to the hideout on 106.7 WJFK will also decide if it was professional enough. 
If you get more no votes, it will not be smashmyphone.com. Oh, come on. You know it's not going to work no matter what. It will be smashmypf2. No, be careful with it. Dot. No, it's not a drum set. Not time for a solo. Stop. <laughs> stop, please. All right, we're going to stop. Corolla, it is now for the next three minutes, starting in three, two, one, the Corolla show. Tonight, three uncomfortable minutes later. All right. Did Corolla do a professional enough job to where his PS2 does not get smashed? Are we going to do good job? Or bad job. Slow, not professional, and bad. He kind of faltered a little bit there at the end. I'm going to have to give him an A. I personally like to see the PlayStation get smashed, so there's, there's no way. I'm sorry, it sucks. Smash the most PS2, he sucks. Not only was it terrible, but I will smash my truck into a cave on the highway laughing my ass off. All right, um, we have the final tallies. Good, four, bad, 17. What are you doing? J-Dog? What are you doing? Just don't do it. it. What the hell's the Hey, come here. Come here. Did you learn something? Yeah. Guys are a-holes. That was fun. Oh, we got to put that on RadioHideout.com for the world to enjoy uh, forever and ever. Oh, in fact, Cameron just sent me an instant message that he wants that clip. I don't know if he wants it for legal reasons or what, but... uh, yeah, I have to uh, MP3 it to him. Okay, congratulations. First of all, J-Dubs, good job putting all that together. Secondly, uh, Corolla, I can't wait for you to buy your new PS2. I want to reenact that whole thing. That was a blast. Right, is that going to be on the mixtape, the, the segment in its entirety? Uh, is there any way we can do that, Bateman, for this weekend, Saturday night? Yeah, I suppose. Okay, do that. And here's what I, I want that first. I want that at 7 o'clock for the uh, the entire listening audience on Saturday night. Then I have to copy and paste things in a different order. That's Shut up. I'm sorry you have to do a little work. The Tommy Bateman, producer of The Hideout. Thank you. Good job, everybody, for that. Um, here we go. Dubs, let's, uh, let's find out what's new. Hmm? Do what? Let's find out what's new. Now, 106.7 WJFK and the Hideout present the day according to El Jefe and Jadis. By the way, that whole sequence uh, that was just captured in audio form will be on RadioHideout.com, the video. Because I've been getting IMs. Was that really a PS2? Was this just radio shtick? Um, That's why we videotape a lot of our things, just to make everybody uh, know that, no, that was real. It was absolutely real, and um, Bad Monkey and, and, uh, Bad Monkey taped it, but Monkey Man, um, Blackwood, the guys from The Fighting that I'm going to go see this weekend with, with Tommy on Saturday, they were all they were in shock. And the look on their faces, God, sometimes I'm like, why don't we come up with stuff like that to do at live gigs? Instead of spelling bees. <laughs> real quick, real quick, we'll talk to Jack and then get into what's new. Jack. Hey, guys, what's up? Yo, brother. 
Hey, uh, first of all, I love how much you guys torture that kid. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, we love it too. Yeah, it's uh, it's like high school again. It's it's great. I enjoy it every night. But um, I just want to say to Corolla, it's too bad what happened. But get yourself an Xbox, man. It's better, and they'll never be able to break it. All right. I, I I think that's a challenge. Uh, thank you, Jack. Corolla? It's the next tell of uh, video game consoles. It's uh, it's time for that. Dubs, today is um, Thursday, December 9th of the year 2004. And uh, we're hanging out in here. Tomorrow we're going to be in mixtape version because it is the WJFK Christmas party. And you and I are going together, correct? Yeah. And we've decided what we're going to do. I'm going to metro to your place. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go out to where the party is. And then you will drop me off at the Metro, and I'm going to hang out with the news hounds tomorrow night. Get a little boozing on. Uh, very excited about... Uh, you and the booze hounds hanging out. Yeah, it's going to be a good old time. I'll be staggering around Alexandria or Arlington somewhere. Um, let me say this. i got a couple things to get off my chest, and something very embarrassing as well, J-Dubs. Eric? First of all, I want to thank... i got a lot of that. I want to thank Tommy Bateman for saving my computer. Because my computer at home, I have the cable modem through Comcast, which I absolutely love. But I don't think I have a firewall. And so I've you got... You have to set all that stuff up yourself. Yeah, man. And I just... The computer is now insane with the amount of pop-ups that I get. And I don't view porn at home. I leave that for Why? WJFK. Uh, I'm, I'm porn on the computer. I leave that for WJFK computers. Um, the worst I'll do is like a news filter. But I actually look for the stories there doing quote-unquote show prep. But I'm uh, I'm going through, and my computer just won't even work anymore. Even with the AOL for broadband, it's like so entrenched with all this crap that it's, you know people have gotten on through. I don't know if it's called spyware or what the hell that crap is. And yeah, I, from porn sites. Shut up. And I told you ba- don't get that from CNN.com. No, no, well, I don't get, go, but I'm telling you. You get it from porn sites. That's it. But I don't go to porn sites. You do. I don't. You it, do. It doesn't happen. He's like, I got 10 pop-ups on my computer right now. None of them are porn, though. They're all, like, legitimate advertisements. They, they, they tack anything onto those porn sites. Look, I just wanted to, I wanted to thank you, Asswipe, for uh, giving me this spy bot, whatever it is. And I had, like, 78 things that were causing problems on my computer. You know, it got so bad on my computer that uh, I got calls from Comcast telling me, hey, uh, your stuff's getting emailed from your computer. You know, uh, spammed out of your computer. Someone's either hijacked it or... Wow. Yeah. See, I don't know what the hell. So anyway, thank you for that, Tommy Bateman, your lifesaver. Also, the other thing, Dubs, I taught today. I was able to shape young minds over at Charlie Sierra Bravo. And I was supposed to be there at 630, because <laughs> that's when the class starts. Mm-hmm. So I leave Silver Spring, my apartment. Last time I got screwed, I leave at 445 to go from Silver Spring to Crystal City. Basically, right down 16th. 16th Hop over to 14th. Yes, I did leave at 445. And I swear to Christ, those 12 miles, 8 miles, whatever it is, two hours. It took me two hours to get from Silver Spring. So you're 15 minutes late. Yeah, and then I had to sit around and just teach the second half of class. But there is this insanity going on right now on 14th Street in downtown Washington, D.C., where it is just complete gridlock trying to get out of that bridge onto 395. I mean, thank God for things like the Don and Mike show to listen to. Otherwise, it's ins- it's just, it's insanity. You sit at a light for, I'm not kidding, 17 minutes. I sat at one light for 17 minutes, man. And it's, it's just the cycles. You're just sitting there. There's no movement. There's nowhere to go. 
people are trying to go from the far right to the far left in like a space of 15 feet. It's just crazy. This town sucks ass when it comes to traffic. And it two hours, two hours from go to Silver Spring to Crystal City. So anyway, that's. I just had to get that off of my chest because I know there are people who are out there who deal with the traffic, and it's just an absolute abortion, Jake. Well, I mean, you knew it was raining, though. You should have left it at 4. It, you no. Know, yeah. I refuse to leave my apartment at 4 o'clock to get to somewhere two and a half hours later when it's 12 miles away. Then walk. You would have made it there sooner. I think I'm going to quit because <laughs> it's not worth my time, to be perfectly honest with you. So anyway, let me tell you a story about this morning. Now you know I'm on this hydroxy cut. Yeah. And you know, you know me that I am somewhat of a hypochondriac. Very much so. Yeah, you uh, anything that uh, could happen, you think's happening to you. Now I love this stuff. The pounds are literally falling off of me, and I, I I'm doing that. I'm doing a balanced diet. I'm exercising. This morning, now two nights ago, we had a guy Justin call in, said his 23 year old brother died from taking either the same thing or something very similar to it. And so, you know, this morning, I go and I work out. It was shoulder day. I had a great workout at a gold gym. And uh, I get home. And, um, you know, I get home. It's post-workout. I'm feeling like a man. So when you're feeling like a man, what do you want to do? You want to have sex, but there's no one around for that. So you do the next best thing. Look at porn on your computer at home? No. No. I do the next best thing, which is... Um, you know, you take care of yourself. Yeah, Porno Dan. Well, yeah, Porno Dan. This one happened to not be a Porno Dan selection. But, uh, yeah. So, anyway, now I've told you this fear of mine where I have this fear that I am going to die of a heart attack in the middle of what we call a punching the clown session. And even further than that, that that's a legitimate fear of yours. But it goes beyond that to the fact that you're afraid after it happens, people are going to come in and take pictures of you and post it on the Internet. Because Which, you know what? Just to fulfill your dream, I would do that for you. I'll come in and take pictures and no. post it on Consumption Junction. Oh, yeah, on Rotten.com. Because I'm telling you, sometimes my sessions get violent. And I've been through it before. I don't even know what we can talk about it. But it, just, it gets a little... I'm good. Hectic. I'm good with myself. So anyway, I'm sitting down... And I already got this whole thing going through my mind of, all right, I'm about to go through When you this. say violent, do you mean your hands asleep afterwards? Uh, a little numb. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> you're such an ass. So anyway. Or is that where your hand is? So anyway, I'm doing the thing. You know, I'm doing the thing, okay? And I, uh, I'm finished with my, you know. With yeah, my, with your session. With my session. And by the way. Let me tell you this. This fear of this heart attack is so real that every time I am finished with a session, I'm thankful. I'm literally thankful that I lived through another session and that I didn't die this time. It's insanity. I know it is, but it's true. I, I think you're the only one in the world that prays before, you know, rubbing one out. And it's just, but it's this relief. Now, here's the other thing, too. I know this is how I'm going to die. I just know. But when you have that urge, it doesn't matter. No, not at all. You're willing to sacrifice. It, not only does it not matter, you think you're going to do it three or four times over while you're going through it. You're like, wow, this is great. I'm going to keep on going. I'm going to go two or three more times. I got some great scenes still here. I'm gonna, I know I'm not going to make it through this one. But you know what? I can start again, recoup, 
and go to the all next right. one. First of all, how bad is it when you lie to yourself about that and you let yourself down that you couldn't go again? Yeah. Now imagine there's a chick involved. <laughs> and you're like, oh, honey, just give me five minutes. And I'll be cool, I swear. And then and then later on you're like, uh, I've actually said this. Uh, yeah, by five minutes I meant uh, two days. So sorry about that. Or I just roll over and act like I'm sleeping. Do you really? Yeah. Well, I, all right, so here's what happens. So I take care of the session. And I'm thankful. I'm just, I made it. Okay? Well, I just got done with a workout. I wake up. This is what happens. This is all. So you're, you're going through the motions, doing your thing. I'm finished. Yeah, okay? you I'm finished. And that's the last thing I remember. <laughs> because I then wake up probably has to be 15, 20 minutes later because I know in the movie and I was at least three scenes later. So you didn't get a chance to turn it off before you fell asleep. I fell asleep. Now, hold on a second. Here's what's in hand. Me. I'm in hand along with, uh, let's say, the receptacle. Well, you know, I, I this happened to me before. And at least you had a receptacle when you fell asleep. You know, okay, that's enough out of you. <laughs> But but I've I've definitely done it. I haven't done it in years. But I've definitely gone through a session and passed out. It's not even falling asleep. It's passing out because you wake up a little bit later. A little uh, you weren't even tired before that. It's just the surge of energy that goes through your body when you're uh, finishing up a session that you almost pass out sometimes. It's euphoric. No, completely. And here's what's so odd about this is that all right when I'm done. And I'm going through my whole thankful thing. Then automatically my mind starts racing. All right, I need to go ahead and take the DVD out of the uh, out of the DVD player because God forbid I die in my sleep or in the middle of the day. I don't want that DVD player to be in there so that people come in and say, "Wow, this guy, yeah, he died in the car accident, but look what he's doing earlier in the day with his DVD." I just can't have that happen. That's just it's not going to happen for me. So all this stuff is racing through my mind of how to clean up and how to and just everything. You know, you really shouldn't be worried about uh, dying while you're doing it. I have a feeling, a vision in my head, that you're going to die tucking. Why would you say that? Because I'm going to come into your house, I'm going to put you in the position. And, <laughs> and, that, and that's going to end up on yeah. uh, Rotten.com? Mm -hmm. So anyway, I just, I was really weirded out by the fact that I fell asleep just immediately afterward. Like you said, passed out. Mm-hmm. I was when I woke up and saw that my hands were occupied. I was even more disgusted with myself that I had passed out so quickly, and that I was still—I mean, imagine. Hold on a sec, because I know I've had issues with maintenance people coming in and out. Yeah, that's what I was, I was just going to say. I wish a maintenance person would have walked in to, uh, you know, I don't know, check uh, check to make your make sure your uh, gas range is still working or whatever. Imagine. Somebody walks into my apartment and sees me with my pants around my ankles and me in hand. And then, not to mention what's in the other hand. More it, of you. Well. Or what used to be. Okay. Come on. But anyway, I just, I had to, I had to relate that because I know that it, it happens to other people, but it scared me more than anything else. Because I worry about dying, and if I'm able to fall asleep that quickly without even recognizing. I mean, imagine if I had slept for hours at a time. And just how stu Now, here's the other thing that I worry about. Go to heaven. You go to the afterlife. And they're looking back on your life. 
And they show that that view from above that I'm sure is there of you passed out on your couch, uh, your uh, your pants around your ankles. Imagine you die right then, and you're floating away, and you see what you're floating away from. Oh, that's... And you're just trying to reach back so you can at least grab the tissue out of the hand, you know? You're trying to do something. You're trying to press eject on the DVD player, and you just keep on floating up away. And that's my fear. You know what? You'd be like just like in that uh, that uh, commercial. I don't know what it's for, but the guy's sitting there watching basketball, and uh, then he, you know, tips over in his chair, dies, floats up, and, what, and when he gets into heaven, he's just watching more basketball. That's what's going to happen to you. You're just going to float up in that same position you were and keep on going in heaven. You aren't going to even miss a beat. Now, would you go to heaven if you if you were in the middle of that act, even if you were a good person? If like Why wouldn't you? I don't know. I'm sure everybody's even done it. The, the biggest of saints. I'm sure the Pope has done it. Well, I don't know. I'm sure. You would think. I'm positive. But if that's how you die and that's the last way you go out committing that kind of a sin, I'm telling you, though, I'm good. Violent. Yes, oddball. Uh, with all the kid touching, you're not going to heaven. Okay. Yeah. Why, you know, why does it always come back? To, and that never happened. I don't know what that is. All right. Hold on a second. Now, Matt Albert says, okay, Hefe pulling a John Popper is the most disgusting mental picture ever. No, imagine if it were you. That's how it gets even dirtier, if it was you. And just his fist buried in his stomach. I can just imagine that's how he has to do it. Okay. I don't. Does Goddess want me to say this? Um, she, goddess goes, uh, big deal. I fell asleep with my toy in my hand one night, and <laughs> I only woke up when I rolled over and turned it on again. All right, that's funny thing is, she, she fell asleep on all fours. Right, that's pretty funny. <laughs> All right, you don't have to do it again. So anyway, um, I feel better. I do. I feel better. I don't. Why? What do you mean? I have all these mental pictures of you dead and whatever. The, the lesson from this is I just need someone to have sex. Dead and evacuated. Oh, and then you know what happens when you die. You lose all like control of functions. Oh, so they're gonna think you're some weird. <laughs> I mean, it's something really nasty. They're gonna call. I don't. I know where you're going. Uh, your toe tag's gonna say Mr. Chocolate. <laughs> Why? Why you have to take it that far? We already knew what you were gonna do. Okay. I didn't. Goth DJ, you're in the hideout. Yes, you did. Hey, how y'all oh, doing? Yeah. What's up, bro? Not too much. I, uh, listen, I was thinking about this though. Have you ever seen that uh, crossing over with jo John Edwards? <laughs> Yeah. Have you ever thought about that, though? Like, what if, you know, you got your grandmother and great-grandmother and all. Oh, all they're just all watching. watching? Oh, yeah. And worse yet, worse yet. <laughs> Thank you. That's another thing. I'm sure that they are just laughing their ass off because they know they did it. Now, worse yet, like, what if in the state that you die, that's how you end up in the afterlife? That'd be awesome. So I would be walking around the afterlife, pants around ankles, attached to myself. Oh, I, I guess it's better than not being attached to yourself and never getting to do it again. That's true, because that's not heaven. J-Dubs, uh, as it turns out, that was my day. That was the day, according to El Jefe and J-Dubs, on The Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. May I say you had one effed up day? It really was. Uh, it really, really was.
Uh, one quick call before we go to break. Craig Coleman, you're in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. What's up, bro? Hi there, fellows. Yep. I've had, if you don't mind, I've had a, uh experience with self-pleasure uh-huh. that made me want to die. What happened? Uh, these days, a lot of that thing goes on sitting at a computer, right? Yeah. And you know when you kind of hit a stride, you kind of get comatose? Yeah. And your head kicks back? Well, I did that, and my mouth was open. And oh, no, all right, that's okay. all you got to I said. can't go any that's further. That's all I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. That's all we needed to know. <laughs> Epic. Taking a break, coming back with those tranny sex tapes. Yes, Bateman? I don't get it. Can Dubs explain it to me? No. Uh, off the air. Can the chocolate explain it to off me? Off the air. Now, you, you remember to bring in the tranny sex tapes, right? Because that's what you were watching when you passed out. It's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK.